Once upon a time, a group of curious storytellers breathed life into epic tales set in the wide fantasy world of Exandria. This is Liam O'Brien, here to welcome you to Critical Role. We'll dive into the story in just a moment, but first, a few notes. This is the audio-only version of our broadcast that streams Thursdays at 7 p.m. Pacific over on twitch.tv slash criticalrole and youtube.com slash criticalrole. If you subscribe to our Twitch channel, you can watch the video on demand immediately after the broadcast, and it's also available Mondays at 12 p.m. Pacific on YouTube. And of course, for all you wonderful podcast listeners, freshly minted episodes release right here on the Critical Role Podcast Network one week after our broadcast on Thursdays. With all that said, let's get into the story. Hello, everyone, and welcome to tonight's episode of Critical Role, where a bunch of us nerdy-ass voice actors sit around and play Dungeons & Dragons. I'm excited. Laura will be joining us shortly. She's finishing baby stuff in the other room. But uh, in the meantime, we're here to get through our announcements for the evening. So uh, first and foremost, we have our fantastic uh, friends and uh, glorious sponsor through campaign two, thus far, D&D Beyond. Yesterday, guys, was D&D Beyond's first one, first one year anniversary. Wow. <laughs> Take two. Hey guys, yesterday was D&D Beyond's one year anniversary. Wish them a happy birthday on their Facebook and Twitter pages. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Um, or just right there. Yeah. Uh, also as a reminder, D&D Beyond streams their weekly show called And Beyond every Wednesday on twitch.tv slash dndbeyond. It's not, uh, it's Take two. <laughs> I was going to say it's not great conversations, but no, pick up. It's got great conversations with special guests like Matt Mercer and Mike Merles and other guests with MM names. Um, and that's it. That's the whole. That's the whole announcement. But I recently went to Virginia, and so I got inspired. Oh boy! To write a country song <laughs> for D and D Beyond. Is that what that hat is? Yeah. Okay. Set again. That hat. Michelle's on it. I was gonna learn this on the guitar, but then I realized I don't really play guitar. So. When would that stop? All right. Here's my country song for D and D Beyond. Okay. <clears throat> my baby left me on the Fourth of July. I crept. Take two. <laughs> <laughs> This Take four. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Settle. Settle. <laughs> My baby left me on the 4th of July. I cried red, white, and blue. Got in my Chevy, popped open a Coors, and moseyed on over to you. Opened the trailer, played some Johnny Cash, kicked off my cowboy boots, and sat. Got my character sheet, and my daddy's dice, because Alexandria's where it's at. D&D Beyond, be my girl tonight. Roll me close. Crit me tight. <laughs> I gotta pick up a 12 gauge and American flag, but it's you that makes me feel alright. D D Beyond. D Beyond. Be my girl tonight. There's another verse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've trucked across the heartland from Dallas to Memphis and back. <laughs> but Amon's the place I miss the most where I wanna hang my hat. <laughs> So, so darling, call the Piggly Wiggly and tell him you're going to be late. Turn off your phone because your cowboy's home. Get ready for an all-night date. D&D &D Beyond. 
I'll be my girl tonight. Roll me close, crit me tight. I got some illegal fireworks, a smokehouse, a new tractor, a hunting dog, my mama's Bible, some Frito pie, NASCAR tickets, a deer license, some new tires, a handle of Southern Comfort, but it's you that makes me feel all right. D and D beyond. Be my girl tonight. No. <laughs> Thank you, Sam. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> official <laughs> Southern oh, things. Yeah, I'm not sure if we'll animate that one. But. <laughs> <laughs> I get time. Okay. If, okay. if we've taken anything from that, we now have the mental image of a country Sam enjoying an all oh, night yeah. date with his D&D Beyond. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, Thank you. Thank you, D and D Beyond, for your sponsorship and allowing such magical moments like this to happen. What are you doing in there, Sam? I'm just looking at my spells. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So we also have, for those who haven't seen it yet or had the opportunity, Marisha's Honey Heist Two yeah. Electric Bear Glue yeah. uh, VOD oh, yeah. is available on YouTube at uh, YouTube.com/slash/CriticalRoll. So you can go check it out there for free anytime you want. It's there. It's ready to go. Heads. Crackheads. It was it was nuts. Yes. It was so much fun. Pretty loopy. Um, and of that same regard, for the time being, our limited run uh, electric bear glue tea is available right now in the store uh, for limited time. Uh, fantastic, very, uh, very awesome portrait art by uh, Joanna Carvalho, uh, who did a great, major job with it. Um, you can check it out at shop.critroll.com. Who was touching my dice? Why were they out already when I got Don't here? Don't do it. Your life is Samuel, short enough as it is. what did you do? I may have uh, helped set up for you, um, being a caring parent. Mm -hmm. um, don't worry, though. I I only touched the ones that uh, you wouldn't have used anyway. Yeah, great. 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 <laughs> Speaking of which, Laura, how's that merch coming? <laughs> hey, we got those uh, electric beer glue shirts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, did you know we have a bunch of new items in our shop? What? what? There's a retro tea. Hey. Whoa. There's a mighty nine tea. <gasps> that one has been altered by Marisha Ray, but you can alter your own at home. Sleeves yep. are bullshit. That's right. <laughs> we got. We don't have that we one. We don't have that one. And right classic. now, but we classic. have our other shirts. <laughs> detective, the not detective you have agency. One case closed. Yeah, well, we one have job. hats that are sold out. That'll be back sometime. Pins. Pins. Everyone loved the dad hats. You got the dad hats are awesome. Yeah. yeah. Why are no. they dad hats? Well, they're just called dad hats. For dads. Oh, okay. But I, I, I wore my dad hat and it looks great. I was on wearing a girl it today too. when exactly. I was working. Dad. It's like metallic red. <laughs> That'll be back in my I like how we're advertising our hat that's not in stock right now. But there's other things. There's other things. Go check it out at our shop. Shop.critroll.com. Hey. I know that address by heart. Thank you, Laura. <laughs> Welcome back to the table. Polished, professional. Someday, someday I'll get to Sam Regal levels. D&D &D Beyond. Okay, on that note, guys, um, we'll have a Wormwood giveaway at the break. I'll have all that information for you and a reminder at the time, but for right now, I think it's time for us to jump into tonight's episode of Critical Role. <laughs>
Oh, Welcome back. Well done, Lord. Stealth mom. Um, welcome back. So, last we left off, our band of adventurers, the Mighty Nine, having trekked away from Zadash northward on two different jobs for the gentlemen, had accomplished both of these contracted jobs for him, uh, losing a friend, gaining a friend, made their way back south. Oh my god. Motherfucker. <laughs> wow, that's been a while. <laughs> Marisha, look, it's your husband. All oh, yeah. Everything mm. you do, have done or will do. Oh, so good. Oh, God, Doogie Hauser, eat your fucking heart out. You know, you know that part in, in the game where like you don't understand why you got so many points in a running gate as opposed to Paragon? <laughs> Available in the merch store. <laughs> 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 I'll not be able to run the game tonight. I can't, I can't focus. Take two. Take two. Take two. <laughs> Steamy Dr. Mercer. Oh, I will never live that down. It's, it's great when you're a new actor in LA and everyone says, Yeah, you got to get some headshots. And I know all about it. Just get those costumes and character shots in. Yeah. 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 When you I show up it. right off the truck, you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, you need some archetypes. Like, yeah, come with, come with like a doctor outfit. Come with, come with like a regular like business suit. Come with yeah, uniform. Yeah. yeah, I got a few gigs that way. By Is there doing a, a cowboy or I've done a lot of doctors. Worker? <laughs> no, no. That oh. all that photo was done is this. That's that's oh, literally good. the most it's ever you're done. Like, you're like 17 and a half here, right? Yeah. <laughs> that that would have been about 10 years ago. So so 18. Early 30s. <laughs> yes, we'll go with that one. Oh, God. So anyway, back to the story at hand. Um, upon completing your journey, checking in with the gentleman, you were paid the uh, the ripe sum that you had discussed, and after taking your newfound friend from the Shady Creek Run, uh, Ophelia, back to the uh, evening nip, you exited with your new gold and platinum in hand, and after a celebratory drink to the memory of Molly, you grabbed Caduceus and led him into the city of Zadash, the largest city you've ever seen, oh, yeah. by leaps and bounds, to see what kind of ways you can corrupt this, this new, fresh mind, free out of the Savalier Wood. It's so exciting. So, that is where we left off. So, and in this case, guys, we have roughly two weeks of downtime. So, I'm going to go out and ask you guys what you would like to accomplish. And if moments require roles, moments require role play, anything like that, we'll jump into it. Ooh. One, two, three, not it. Not it. Not it. Not it. Jesus. Liam. I didn't say not it. Would you like to go, Liam? Man, you're a Come on, Piggly Wiggly. Yeah, sure. Uh, not much. Um, uh, okay, so the things I wrote down uh, were I would like to go and use my money. <laughs> money. <laughs> yes. Uh, to buy a bunch of baubles and trinkets and buttons and ribbons and string and beads and one crescent ornament. Okay. You, I will say you could purchase all of those things. You know, roll a, and you're buying these yourself. In disguise, in disguise self mode. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'd say you can buy all of those things with a uh, 
let's say a single gold just because your charisma isn't that high. <laughs> a single gold. A single gold piece for all of that. That's still that's got great. That's it's priced up a bit. Pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, I will, I will put all of that stuff into a package and mail it away. Okay. Uh, with a note that I sent you earlier, Matt. Yep, I have that. Um, okay, step two. I'm gonna take my gun. <laughs> Your what? Oh, I stole the gun. You weren't there for that? No, that was on the way out of Hupperduke. They weren't there for I that. I stole the gun! You got a gun? <laughs> I stole the gun from a guard. I've got one bullet. Yeah, just like one round, like single shot. Yeah, don't lock fuck type me, thing. man. I will blow you away, <laughs> motherfucker. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> if, unless I miss. <laughs> and then it's just nothing. Uh, no. I would like to take apart the gun. Okay. I'd like to take apart the gun and figure out how the hammer works, how the gunpowder ignites. Is it? Is it? Is it a pack of powder, like a bullet, or is it like loose powder with a with a with a ball? How does? Well, first off, do you have your own tinkers tools? Uh, no, but do any of you guys? <laughs> tinkerers tools? Yep. I'll go and buy them. All right. So this next expense um, will be fifty gold pieces instead of tinkers tinkerers tools. No problem. Um, and I would need you to go ahead and make a <laughs> tinkering check to see if you can successfully disassemble the gun uh, without, without ruining elements of it. So, so it'll be. Um, hmm. I don't think any of us have enough experience to help you. Mm. I'd say. Uh, Caleb would help. Do you have tinkering experience? But I'm pretty smart. You're, you're not proficient in tinkers tools, yeah. so it's basically just a straight uh, in, intelligence. Check. So just add your intelligence modifier to see if you can figure out the uh, safest ways to do so. I rolled a 14. Okay. And I have an intelligence of plus three. Ooh. 17, okay. You, it takes you a little bit of time, but you manage to very carefully disassemble the entirety of the, the pistol. Okay. Uh, without any issues. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm specifically curious about how, how the impact of the hammer creates an explosion. Okay, well, uh, through the words of the man responsible for inventing these things, not but 20 plus years beforehand, if you would like to explain. Oh my goodness! There is a flash pan uh, where there is um, a preload uh, powder, basically a powder capsule attaches to a flash pan. The hammer uh, contains a um, sparking mechanism that hits a, hits a uh, um, plate, causes a spark, spark to hit the powder in the flash pan, goes into the gunpowder that's within, that's actually packed inside of the uh, barrel and sends the uh, shot there, out. Is it a specific kind of metal? Um, uh, yes, it actually, spark? it actually is a specific kind of metal. It's a flint. It's a flint metal. That, and people have probably gotten creative with that at that time, but the Percy Tech, it was just a flint. Okay. He was trying to do other stuff and always failed. All right. Percy With that knowledge, I will go take out and purchase any other materials I will need to do this. I'm going to take out the the uh, twenty arrows I, I grabbed from the uh, Iron Shepherd's house, mm -hmm. and I'm going to try to modify them using multiple arrowheads if needed to make uh, a, a a explosive arrowhead that, that's, that's packed with some gunpowder. It would be a bag at the front with a with a flint that would spark on pressure. So as long as you fired it hard, it would cause a spark when it hit. Detonate, yeah. And detonate. 
Okay. Uh, go ahead and make oh, a uh, make a tinker's good. check. Oh, yeah. Another tinker's check. Yeah. I'm not a good tinker. Oh, what are your dice? Eleven plus three. <gasps> Where did you get those? I just got them for free from somebody. Those are somebody. so pretty. <laughs> from Norse Foundry. From Norse Foundry. Ooh. Uh, just a fourteen. Fourteen. Um, I say it'll cost you an additional twenty golden materials because you fail multiple times sure. going through. Um, and end up, yeah, end up wasting a lot of materials until eventually you get it right, and you're certain that this would be the one that, that would function properly. So you have one explosive arrow. You're not entirely certain what it does. One explosive arrow. Welcome to tinkering, man. <laughs> I, I will. I'll take the the parts of the gun. It's, it's just a part now, right? Uh, th- yeah, they're just separate individual pieces. I can't put it back together. You could certainly try. All right, I'll try. All right. Uh, it's a fifteen. Fifteen. You assemble. You reassemble it. It. Looks to be functional. Okay. And I will just sort of look at it and just say, whoever invented this was a very smart person. She must have been a very, very smart person oh, indeed. She was. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Then, uh, so I have one explosive arrow, maybe. <laughs> Great. Um, I'd also like to purchase a pair of gloves or have them made. Uh, for, for show or, or comfort or for? For comfort and show, uh, human skin color with little fingernails embroidered at the end. <laughs> all right, so you have this commission. Yes. Um, all right, because it is a commission and it is specific, um, and you'd it'd probably be at, a, at the similar store to where Bo got her reversible cloak uh, okay. made earlier in the campaign. Um, it'll only take maybe a, a Maybe two days to get the materials together to match the color you wanted, and then the embroidery, and then finishing the gloves for your size specifically, since it would be a smaller frame. Mm-hmm. Um, all, to, all in all, I'd say five gold pieces. Okay, great. Which is pricey for a set of custom gloves, but not based on the money you had made. So. Oh, also with that package I sent <coughs> earlier, I also included a hundred gold pieces in it. Okay, so mark that off. Um, and then one last thing, um, I'd like to approach Jester. And ask her, Jester! <laughs> yes? I need your help. What do you need help with? You are a talented artiste, yes, but I also, am very, very talented. you've mentioned in the past that you are a, an expert forger. Yes, I am. Have you seen my work? Remember? I've seen you draw dicks on things. Well, I also, I've, I've <laughs> written a lot of letters. Well, you don't really show us those too much, but. They're really good. All right. Um, well, and also, well, while you were captured, I kind of flipped through your book. It's, My sketchbook? It's excellent work. If there were an art school or something, you should send it in. Well, thank you. Yeah. I did have really good tutors when I was growing up. I'd like you to help me forge a letter. Okay. I'd like it to sound like it's from some sort of legal entity or 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 law firm or or, or court. Or something Ooh, like I'll that. I'll use like something like Esquire or something in there. That yes, sounds yes, very. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. And I'd like to. Oh, uh, could you not tell Caleb about this? Secret? It's a secret. I'm really good at keeping secrets. All right. Okay. I'd like it to read something like. Okay. <clears throat> oh, I'm, I'm going to be sending it to the Solstress Academy. Solstress? Oh, I know about that. That's where Fort wants to go. Yes. Are we writing this for Ford? No. 
Okay. It's in Rexing, Re- Rexon from... Soltris, yes, I know Soltris. where it is. Soltris. Soltris Academy. The Soul Train Academy. Soltris Academy. That's a good way to remember Soltris it. Academy. Um, uh, something like, greetings, hello. Uh, to whom it may concern. <laughs> to whom it may concern. I am trying to reach a young lady. Okay. Named Astrid. No last name given. Who was do a... Wait, wait, do I say that? No last name given? Yes. Okay, okay who was a student about 11 years ago at your academy. She has inherited a bit of money from a distant relative, her uncle Leonard Hyphen. Leonard Hyphen? Hyphen what? The, <laughs> I don't, hi, Len, Leonard Hyphen Leonard. <laughs> Leonard Hyphen Leonard, got it. From the town of Nigeria. <laughs> got it. And his estate, <laughs> his estate has employed me to find her, his estate has employed me to find her in order to deliver the funds. <gasps> That's sums of money, right, yes, right, yes. the funds, okay. Please reach out to her, uh, reach out to me with you her. Wait. Oh shit, you, you, now I've got to write it again because you said it wrong, hold Sorry. on. Didn't know you were writing okay. as I was well, saying. <laughs> All right. I'm really please, fast. please reach out to me with her last known contact information or address. You can write me in care of the Pillow Trove Hotel. That's Zadash. a real fancy one. Okay, okay. Attention, okay. I don't attention. know. Attention, what? Mrs. Jester. No. Mrs. Mrs. Doctor Jester. Just no. Miss no. Mrs. Lavor Esquire. Mrs. Lavor Esquire. Okay. My legal practice thanks you in advance. Thank you. The legal practice of. Hmm. Not. Not, n- and not, not and brave. Not and not, brave not, law firm. Yes. Okay, not and brave law firm. <laughs> so many businesses. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then what now? Do you have a seal or something? Because it would I don't be know. sealed really do fi- On official letters, do you like kiss them with lipstick? Do you put a little perfume on it? What I do could, you do? You know what? I have my mom's lavender oil. Hold on. Okay. That'll make Get it that, even that, more official. That's, you know, <laughs> things that are from really fancy places, they always have, you know, Sure, sure. Yeah, so that's also, also, So I'll just, I'm going to get it on my fingers okay. just to handle the paper so sure, the sure. paper smells like I've, it's handled by someone I've rich. noticed sometimes in letters that I've stolen from the post, or fancy ones anyway, sometimes you pull out the letter, and then there's, like, this other piece of, like, tissue paper in there mm-hmm. for no reason. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We'll do something like that. Okay, good. Okay, I just use another piece of paper because I don't have any fancy <laughs> tissue paper. Just a blank one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And then like we just one. mail it to okay. Soltress Academy. Okay, wait. We need a like, really fancy seal. We need wax. Do we have any wax? I bet Caleb has wax. I can't tell him about this. Okay, well, I could... do you know where any candles are? Let's sure, take a candle everywhere. from around the room. Sure. And then we'll stamp it with a ring. One of my rings. Oh, perfect. Okay, which one is the flattest? This one. <laughs> it's got a rose on it. Okay. Uh, two things. One, I would like you to uh, to roll for your um, <laughs> for your forgery. Yes. So um, <laughs> it's a bunch of candle wax. White wax. So, are you proficient with your forgery kit? I. Well, I have a forgery kit. <laughs> How do I know my Hold on. Well, no, but I think I am because of my background. Yes. No. Yes. No. I don't know. I think you should, depending on, on Hold your... Hold on, I'm opening my... Oh, yeah, proficiencies in languages. Forgery kit. Yep. Yeah, okay. so, so go ahead and roll a d20. Okay. Add your... 
intelligence modifier and your efficiency bonus. Can it be the wisdom? Actually, no, let's make it dexterity. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. It can go either way. Plus what? My proficiency? Proficiency bonus and your intelligence modifier. Okay. That's 12 plus 3 is 15. Fifteen. Okay, so you you managed you manage to forge the letter in what you believe to be a a fairly decent forgery of whatever. Really good forgery. You're not, Looks like you're not matching somebody's handwriting per se, but it's more about just getting an officious look to it with uh, you know little flourishes of calligraphy at the beginning of sentences. Yeah, that big first oil. letter. Exactly. Yeah, big first letter. Um, uh, I would like you to roll a dex, just a general dexterity check for me. Did you see that? It was really, it was really, really dry good. and went everywhere. Dexterity check ten. Ten. Okay. Um, there's a difference between sealing wax <laughs> and candle wax. How do I know this? Because I've made that mistake before. <laughs> sealing letters for previous D and D campaigns. Um, so you manage to press your ring into the wax and pull back, and now there's just mush on the end of your <laughs> ring, and there's a circular piece of mush-soft wax <laughs> where the seal should be. This is, this is pretty shitty. We need sealing wax. We need wax. actual sealing wax. I'd like peel it up. Can you go get some from the, the, the stiggity store? Yeah, I'll go to the store and buy some sealing wax. All right, uh, sealing wax, wax. It's not too expensive, say two silver to get you like a, a, a chunk two of silver. Two silver for this wax, you better be really grateful. I'll pay for postage. Okay. Okay. All right. So you now I can send letters to my mom with all really cool stuff. Oh, so you did need it. There you okay. go. Um, so you, you finish the letter. You seal it best to your ability. You hope it seems official enough. Okay. And you send it off towards its destination in Mexico. Thank you. You're welcome. Please don't tell Caleb. He might get upset. I just think that this is someone from his past who might. Be able to, you know, make him think of happier times. Astrid? Yes. <gasps> That's the name he said to me when we were dancing. Did you know? No. Yes, we were dancing, we were waltzing, it was really lovely. He was very, very, very drunk. Yes, I remember and that. And then night. he said something about Astrid. He he misses her. Was it his girlfriend? <laughs> I think so. You know, I don't know which way he swings, but yeah, he could really get any girl he wanted to if, if that's He's very his... handsome, especially when he shaves. You can see that little, the little butt chin he has. It's really nice. <laughs> it's nice. Well, I hope it works. Me too. And scene. And scene, all right. <laughs> so is that the extent of the things you want to accomplish now? Um, I mean, I don't want to take too much time. I'm good. Okay. Alrighty, who wants to step up next? I was the second to last to say. That's no. true. So That's true. No. So, I, Caleb. Yeah, I have uh, some things that I want to accomplish on my own, and then I also need to have a conversation with Beauregard. But before that, I need to go shopping. Okay. So I have a list of things I want uh, to do, actually. Uh, no, wait, let me come along. Do you want to go shopping? <laughs> Travis, oh. are you sure? Are you going to Pumas? Let me, let me come along if you're going shopping. Uh, yeah, oh, uh, what, are you, what are you in the market for? Well, I figure if we're going to be uh, traveling together, we should probably have some supplies. I'm looking for some diamonds for some things I know how to do. Oh, well, we have some fellows you could meet. Oh, uh, guys, let's all go shopping. That's great. We just got money. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of money. I'm coming. <laughs> Let's go shopping. Okay. So the four of you, Jester, Caduceus, Caleb, and Beauregard, are going shopping. Yeah. 
Okay, all right. Well, what are you guys looking for? Catch y'all on the flip. <laughs> <laughs> Go see that beautiful baby, Travis. <laughs> Going on a trip. Diamonds. Right. I want to go to Pumat. Pumat. Okay. So, uh, midday, you make your way to the, um, the Penta Market, to the very vibrant center area of, uh, of the marketplace there. The, there's a number of intersecting uh, pathways that help divide between all the various carts and tents that open up, and, and uh, at this point, would say it's maybe like late morning or so. Uh, a lot of their, you know, their curled up curtains in the front are being affixed to the top or have been for a while. The smells of uh, fresh baked goods and uh, cooking stews and various other uh, treats and, and snacks that are being presented as part of the shopping experience catch your nostrils as you move through. You hear music playing in the distance, uh, and. For all the chaos that life has kind of thrown you in the past 30 days, it feels nice to step into a place that is so filled with life and, and uh, uh, seeming lack of understanding of how dark the world is at the fringes of this empire, both the war going on and some of the things you've uh, encountered. So it's nice to kind of step into this space and you catch yourself instinctually smiling and finding it infectious to brighten your mood. As you turn to see the darkened uh, green wood with uh, Gold uh, accoutrement that marks the exterior of the invulnerable vagrant. Uh, the front door is closed, but appears to be uh, not locked for any particular reason. I have such a clear picture in my head now that we've built it. Now, now that we've physically <laughs> built it, yeah. I mean, it's a little larger in yeah, in world yeah. than, than the one that we did. The aesthetic, but is but there. but but the aesthetic is there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so as you step forward, the door. Opens up and leads you inside, and there the same you know, warmly lit interior with kind of the the, the glowing chandelier uh, above greets you. And uh, across the way, you can see sitting behind the desk, face down in a book, one of one of the various pumats who looks up and, oh, why hello there, yeah, oh it's been a while. Sorry, oh. I uh, took me a second to recognize you. Still, uh, you know you're very. Silhouetted by the bright sunshine outside you right now, and it's a bit dark and dearier, so uh, come on up. We do always seem to come around like 4 p.m., right when the sun is coming in the windows. I run in. All right, another Pumat comes on the corner and goes, Oh, do we have folks in here? Yeah, don't worry, Pumat. I got them taken care of for them. Oh, there's even more coming in. There's, oh. Oh, yeah, cool. Twins. Right. That's cool. <laughs> I like this place. This is nice. Uh, Pumat number three, this is Caduceus. 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 Why? Pleasure. It's Hi. a pleasure to meet you uh, as well. It's a pleasure to meet you. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Uh, don't, don't see uh, many of our kind uh, wandering around these kind of large establishments. I, the, the first one I've seen in the city so far, that's pretty crazy. This is <laughs> this is just nice. Is this yours? Well, it's ours. It's, well, it's his. Hey, hey Prime, you, you might want to step out of the workshop for a second. You hear some like rustling and kind of grumbling in the background, and a curtain opens, and you see a third one of them step out. Uh, goggles affixed to the head, a little bit of like smudges of dirt on the edges of the chin. What are you talking about? Oh my goodness! You're all brothers, and that's there's like three of you now. There's tri triplets. That's great. That's great. Don't see that very often. Where are you from? Uh, to be perfectly honest, uh, we haven't really run into any other fear bogs, um, really, since we came here. Oh, oh, me, me, me neither. I've, I've actually, I'm from up north. I'm just traveling with these kids, uh, working on something. It's nice. Wow. 
How long have you been down here? This is this is this place is great. This is great. Well, thank you. So, at this point, the fourth one comes down from a, a set of, a ladder off on the the uh, right side chamber. Boys, so you're already getting. Oh, oh, it's a whole party over here. That's <laughs> another fear bomb. Comes on. I was like, yeah, no, there's uh, there's one over here, and the other Pumat's like, I'm just impressed. I like the the color tones. It's a great uh, arrangement, uh, visual by, perspective. Impressed by what your mother went through at this point. This is intense. <laughs> this is huh? oh. a lot of you. And uh, the one with the goggles back goes, I oh, I sorry about that. I should clarify. These three are just. Uh, are arcane-based uh, copies of myself. We are all collectively Pumat, but I am the original. Well, that's the best thing I've ever seen. That's crazy. That's that's just great. I'd love to learn how to do that. You that's... shouldn't just call them arcane copies. They have their own personalities and their own self, you know? One of the you other ones speaks up and goes, them. I, I, we absolutely take no offense, because, um, I mean, it's true. Well, all right, but I think each and every one of you is unique in your own way, and you should really appreciate it. You look at the three simulacrum all go, no, at the same time. I go back to rearranging the shelf. It's <laughs> just nice to see another furball out in the world doing something and really, you seem like you're really building something great here. This is this is just spectacular. Well, I, I greatly appreciate that. This we put a lot of hard work into it and uh, you know, it's just hard to come across folks like us that would uh, appreciate something on this scale. You you might know. Is there anything I absolutely should see while I'm in town? This, I, the, is, this is really the farthest I've, I've actually ever been from home. I was I was curious this if there's anything in the city that it just <laughs> a furbog out out taking a look around. Well, uh, unless I am mistaken, uh, from my previous memory of times outside as a dash, um, when's the last time you had a good bath? Well, I I, I had a hot spring, which was which was nice. Oh, so well. you know it. I mean, it was it had some sulfur content, and there was a few, there was some minerals in there that were probably a bit iffy. Uh. The baths here are quite lovely. See that? This one knows what he's talking about. Listen to him. Beds Follow that around. Beds in the bath. What are we talking about? Oh, sorry. Ah, uh, did you come here to do business? <laughs> well, yeah. that too. Prem goes. All right then. Uh, nice to meet you. Uh, Caduceus Clay. Pleasure. Caduceus pleasure. Clay. Uh, Pumat Soul. Pleasure. Look, look pleasure. forward to doing business with with yous. Of course, you, you got gold, we've got uh, things to purchase. Anyway, uh, other Pumats, take care of these folks. I gotta get back to work. Good to see you all again. Bye, Prime. Exit to the back room. The two other Pumats kind of step back and just kind of watch, and they're both just looking at you with this kind of, he seems like a decent boss, that seems nice. You're not too bad, you know? Uh, say, if uh, people say you want to be your own boss, well, uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh that's, really that's really good. It feels weird to interrupt whatever mm. this yeah. is. I'm hungry, so. Oh, unfortunately, we don't really sell much no, in the realm of food I'm items. But, uh, so, I am in uh, the uh, market for some uh, things of arcane nature. Um, oh, I see you're reading a book. What are you reading? Oh, God, no more small talk. Do you still have those bracers? <laughs> uh, we do, actually, yeah. yeah. You've, I mean, to be perfectly honest, you, you kind of mostly cleaned us out last time you were in here, but we've got a few more items yeah, in here. with those bracers? Uh, we got the bracers here, if that's what you're looking for. Did uh, they come down in price? No. They've been sitting on the shelf for like six weeks. Yeah. So, you know. And six weeks later, you're coming in and asking about him still. So, uh. He does have a point there. Jake, you have a gesture. Yeah. But yeah, price is still 1,200 gold pieces. All right. 
What, what do they do again? Can you explain it one more time? These bracers, enchanted yeah. by our fantastic Bas Pumat Soul, yeah. uh, allow the bearer, uh, as long as they're uh, not wearing any sort of physical armor to impede the enchantment and or a shield on their body, Following. helps protect them by deflecting incoming blows and giving them a better sense of, uh, you know, avoiding physical uh, atrocity under their person. It's like they were specially made for you, Bo. You have to buy them. I think you should charge her more. What? Whose well, side I, are you on here? I just feel like you're a very specialized sort of buyer, is all. If, I mean, so if anything, you should give me a bargain. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you, know? here, you should give uh, her a deal. How about we meet in the middle and we just stick with the price provided? Seems fair. <clears throat> you threw him off, Chester. <laughs> I got confused. Terrible way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Look, we might uh, we might be purchasing a few things, That's so true. why don't we wait and see what all ends up on the counter? All right, and then we'll, well, come we'll just back. put this here waiting for you right there. Can I look uh, at it? Can I touch yeah, it? Yeah, uh, Pumat, I am. Um, take a look at it. If you don't own it. Uh, <laughs> Pumat, I'm considering spending about a thousand gold here, and I'd be more likely to do so if maybe you could give us a better price for these things here. That can be considered, depending on how much of a purchase you're looking to make. What are you looking for? Well, um, I need. Uh, I, I think I've forgotten that, silly story. <laughs> I need quite a bit of uh, your finest paper and ink. Uh, I have uh, a dearth of. Uh, a scroll. Dearth. A dearth. Oh, mighty dearth. Girth. Mighty dearth. That's a different conversation. Thank you. Uh, mm, I need about, I don't know, maybe roughly five or six hundred uh, golds worth of, of your finest paper and ink. Oh, all right. Uh, Three hundred gold, because we need diamonds. Oh, I'm going to be buying some diamonds. I wouldn't worry about that. Uh, well, uh, that's mine. the case. If you don't mind waiting, uh, uh, Pumat 3, could you go ahead and uh, go to our storage facility and get some more uh, that wizard paper and ink? It looks like we uh, he's kind of buying out our stock here at the moment. Yeah, not a worry. Uh, I'll just be back here in the better part of 30 or 40 minutes, if you don't mind being patient. That one Pumat takes a little cloak and kind of throws it over his shoulders. See you guys in a little bit, and exit outside the Pumat that's still at your face. Goes, still one left? Uh, well, there's, there, there were three in the room left behind. One of them had just kind of drifted off to the side for a bit, but it seems to be still listening in, so you still have the one that's dealing oh, with you. Oh, oh okay. Take it. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, I also uh, need uh, uh, incense, uh, fine incense, about 60. 60 gold worth, if you have that much on hand? Uh, we, we don't have a whole lot of incense uh, here. I can probably provide about uh, 20 gold worth of incense, but there are incense makers uh, within Zadash that I'm sure could probably help you out with the rest of it. So just not here. I uh, remember you asking for, for incense before from him, I think. Yeah, I used it. Oh. It's all gone, just like my cat. We can uh, definitely look to ordering more incense if you foresee this being a consistent thing. Yeah, we just I, never, normally don't get that much of a request. I mean, obviously, it, so. this is a bit of a regular thing. If, if you know, the exchange rate is good. Um, uh, sure. But I don't need more than the 20 gold worth of incense today. If you can order more, you know, we're going to stay put for a little while, yeah? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. What's the turnaround? What? I'll ask you later. Okay. Uh, uh, also, um, uh, uh, oh dear, I need that, and I need that. Uh, oh yes, I was hoping to look through your selection of, 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 of spells you have yourself. Uh, nothing too 
majestic, but um, I have a, a short list. Majestic. Well, I feel free to ask, and I'll go ahead and, and he grabs this small, what looks like a like a, a a wood front, wood back with leather edging binding kind of uh, ledger or catalog that he pulls out and kind of opens it up. Uh, yeah, let me know what you're looking for. I'll tell you if we got one in stock. Uh, well, uh, if you could uh, just uh, flip to the transmutation. Uh, Takes a little set of ga- like glasses and puts them on the edge of his nose. Um, I'm right. looking for uh, w- one that uh, can help, you know, if your friends are, f- are falling and you don't want them to fall so hard. I got feather fall, we got that, sure. Okay, um, I uh, get hurt very easily and I, yeah, I need really something does. to help me get out of dodge a little bit quicker. Uh. All right, uh, there's a few options there. Uh, for uh, lower level enchantments, we've got an expeditious retreat spell. That'll help get you kind of out of the thick of things. That's a winner. All right, that's putting that down as well as a possibility. Those uh, prices here, because they said it, uh, they're both relatively simple spells, so I put them at about 100 gold apiece. That's 200 gold uh, total for those two spells. Uh, and, and do you have uh, something that can, uh, like, uh, say, uh, catapult things around the room? I could do that for you. Yeah, me too. But I also want like to be able to do it. <laughs> yeah, well, here, uh, let's see. In, in, in the, the realm of what you're looking to accomplish I here. Pick up something and throw it across <laughs> the room. I'm not paying for that. Some Aussie the mind stuff right there. I mean, Chester, I agree with Chester here. So uh, it's your, I, you're We're going, you're going like. Uh, directly, not messing around, just a straight catapult. That's some 1994 view. <laughs> straight up catapult. Yeah, straight up catapult. Is that what it's called? I'll take that as you well. Sell him a straight straight catapult, catapult that he has to assemble straight himself. Straight up catapult. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, catapult. Yeah, uh, we do have uh, that as well. That it's another hundred. That's three hundred gold for the, the batch of three. Any more spells you're uh, no, inquiring no. about? I mean, there are so many, but I'm of a limited budget. Um, I'll think about it if you uh, can help uh, my friend Beauregard with a, a good price on those. I also places. might want to buy weapons if you have a weapon. That is also really cool. Anything and interesting. Stuff. Uh, this place well, here so. I'll show you what we've been able to to uh, accomplish since the your absence. Uh, Weapon-wise, uh, this wasn't enchanted more than it was something that came into our purview from somebody that was looking hard for some cash, and we offered them a bit of a uh, an exchange as it was promising and intriguing. And he pulls out what looks to be this long sword, but beyond the hilt, the blade is just snapped and gone. So it's a broken longsword. Um, it's got like a silver hilt and a silver pommel wrapped in red leathers around the handle. Uh, and there's a very fine filigree across the hilt and kind of around the base. It's just this like silver loop on the, the bottom of the, of the, uh, the pommel. Um, but it's, it's a broken sword. Would have to get it fixed, or well, can I still stab people with the broken part? Uh, you got about an inch of, uh, of blade there, and it looks like it's still sharp in places. But you can, if you get real close, you could probably make someone have a really bad day. What does it do? Well, uh, looking it over, it looks like there was some sort of enchantment embedded in it. But since the blade has been broken, uh, there's uh, nothing else for. I'm uh, looking at. Uh, it looks to be very old. Looks like it probably was. Uh, a relic uh, from pre. Uh, uh, she goes and looks at his notes real fast. Uh, yeah, this uh, this would be a, a pre-divergence, probably, uh, from the age of Arcanum. Uh, so it's it, and the reason we took it is just the historical significance. We could probably fetch a pretty penny should we take it to the, uh, uh, the various uh, lyceums. The academy would probably be real interested, mm. um, but 
If you want to take it off for sentimental value or look at it repaired sometime, it's uh, 300 gold. Well, I mean, I'll look at it. I don't know. It's pretty broken looking. That's just that. Okay. All right, we also, uh, Brian finished up some of this uh, dust here, and he pulls out a small sack that looks to be um, like a, like a red brown dust. He says, This, uh, He's kind of proud of this one, I'm going to be real honest with you. Uh, if it's sprinkled over any edible substance, uh, greatly improves the flavor. Uh, to the point where it's downright distracting. So it says the dust of deliciousness. Oh my goodness. That's so exciting. That's wow. a very exciting thing. That's amazing. Oh, that's wow. expensive. Uh, to, uh, to spice. Last thing. I'll take that. Last thing we've got here, and then we're pretty much out at the moment. You guys are kind of become our number one customers, which is really appreciated. Um, uh, just finished this cloak last week here, and he steps around the edge, and you can see, like, while as well decorated as the place is, it's pretty bare now. <laughs> you guys have kind of come through and grabbed the, the necessary bits, and what else was in there has been picked up as well. You guys aren't the only uh, people who shop here, but you've been the most recent intense. Uh, customers, uh, this uh, and he pulls what looks to be this kind of fine bluish, almost purple tint cloak material. But as it flows, as, as he lifts it up from behind the small like locked box, it shimmies or like ever so faintly gives off the shimmer. Uh, this is uh, designed to uh, kind of obfuscate the uh, movements of the person who wears it to where it makes them a little more difficult to pay attention. Uh, the enchantments here, and he looks back and you can see right along the hood of it, there's these faint little runes. Because uh, this is some, uh, these are uh, Sylvan. I don't know if any of you read. Uh, uh, more of the classic. I, 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 I read yeah. Sylvan. Well, there you go. There you are. Uh, that, this, this is sure. specifically a cloak with a, an elven enchantment Ooh. designed to uh, help make things difficult to see. So uh, there's that one as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's take a look at that. That's all we get. Ooh. That's pretty cool. How much is that running for? 450. Oh, question. Yeah, I had the answer. Is there anywhere else around town I could get like an enchanted weapon of some sort? Yeah. Unfortunately, enchanted weaponry is kind of a very specialized. Uh... But everybody else has really cool weapons, and I just have an axe. Well, I'm I'm sorry about that. I could, I give you on a commission an axe. We could start working on enchanting one for you. How much would that cost? Uh, well, it depends on what sort of enchantment you're looking for. If Something you just... that makes me really cool. Okay. That would make me hit really hard and probably like open wounds that don't close ever and like maybe poison people and like also turn them into candy. The other Pumat is now looking over <laughs> another woman going like. like uh, we'll have to talk to Prime about that. Um, to Prime? <laughs> Comes up. Yeah. Uh, she wants to uh, uh, see if you could enchant uh, an axe that uh, hits really hard and it's really cool and wounds don't close. And Yeah, like, you know, like really bad wounds and like also it really hurts a lot and um, it, it makes people turn pink and also it makes people like start dancing and stuff. He watches his prime is actually like in his head doing math. I'd say, 
I, I could probably manage something like that. I uh, got about a, about an eight month window for completion, and uh, probably run you about uh, between ten to twelve thousand gold. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't come this far. <laughs> Seems like a really reasonable price for all those things. Oh, I can guarantee it. Won't find anything better than that for a specified number of enchantments this what side of Rex and one of those enchantments? What about, like, it just, you know, makes people start Axe dancing? Axe dance. Axe dance. Axe dance. So you want a weapon that when it hits somebody, they start dancing. <laughs> they like go. Yeah, and they can't stop. It's like, you know, it'd be really hard for them to stop. All right. So the only enchantment you're requiring is the possible ability of making something dance uncontrollable. Oh my god, that'd be so cool. All right. Uh, <laughs> I really liked the candy thing, by the way. I feel like that would be harder. Maybe they can just decorate it to look like candy. <laughs> Maybe I could decorate it to look oh, like Oh, craft night. <laughs> All right, looking. Uh, you said you're from. not here. Yep. <laughs> so much. So much. Shopping and crap. Yeah. Oh god. Welcome you, back, you Dan. Take both my eyes. <laughs> or it just uh, looking. What's on TV, man? HG. Oh, no, I'm out. Michael's had a stationary sale. There we go. That's <laughs> that's uh, gonna be. Uh, it's doable. It's pricey. That one will put you about uh, eight thousand gold. Oh. <laughs> They don't have that much either. Wait, do I? No. No, I don't. About that way. Sorry. If you want something that's all, uh, it's pretty sharp and uh, helps you hit a little better, I could do that for much cheaper. How much? Uh, let's see. That one will put you back about. Uh, I'd say uh, maybe. Four hundred gold. Oh, that sounds way better. To finish that in about four or five days. Yeah. Whoa. Okay, I'll do that. Alrighty. Just uh, wet, provide the weapon, and we'll get that Here. taken care of for you. Take this one. Uh, okay. What kind of axe is it? It's a. It's a. It's an axe. Hand axe. It's a hand axe. Hand axe. Okay, so it can be thrown as well. Ooh. Guess it can. Did you just now realize that? Yup. <laughs> All right, we'll go ahead and we'll get right on that for you. Nah, don't worry. Uh, Sweet! So that'd be 400 gold for that. Okay, okay, okay. Put that in the pot right there. Since you're looking for possibly other purchases, that's 400 gold pieces. Uh, what else are you looking to buy? I'm, I'm thinking I'm... I mean, we should get that, right? Uh, yeah, no, I think I want that. I, I can't, long swords aren't simple weapons, so I can't. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh... I don't know. I like broken things. I want the cloak. Oh no, we're getting the cloak. All right, so that's uh, Caleb. You want to? Do you want to split that cloak with me, maybe? Oh, I, I, I am uh, allocating my funds to uh, other things, my friend. I'm sorry. Oh well, I'll get the cloak. Then. I'll help you get the uh, well, cloak. Well, here's the deal, Pumat. What was that you said like um, five or so minutes ago about us being your number one customers? Oh yeah. And you would give us a deal if we bought a whole bunch of stuff? Yeah. Is this where we go for the I diamonds? I'm dropping a total, uh, oh. if we are all amenable, 960 gold on various things, and I think that, that is a pretty good pile. Yeah. Maybe you could knock a couple hundred off of the price mm -hmm. of those prices. Make a persuasion check. Yeah. With advantage, since everybody's helping you. Come on, come on. Get it, get it. That's Got good, it. that's good. Uh, yeah, there's a 21. Ooh. You see the. Um, the the Puma's talking to you kind of 
Let me go ahead and uh, have a conversation with the boss man. Hold on just a second. Turns around the corner. You hear some hushed voices. Yeah, fine, sure. <laughs> Comes back out. All right, we uh, we got ourselves an approval for a discount there. We'll be happy to knock about 100 gold off that total price for you, if that's amenable to you. It's pretty amenable. Oh, sure. All of us save like 20 gold. Gold's yeah. still pretty good. Yeah, that's about it, yeah. All right, so who's buying what? Five gold. I can. I'm I can the sword and the and the cloak. Sword I'm going handsies on the cloak oh, with him. Well, thank you. Alrighty. Well, here. Well, here. Well, I'll, I'll do a total price here, and then you guys can. Uh, Eight hundred seventy-two. Oh no. Eight hundred seventy. Oh no. Four hundred for getting your hand axe enchanted. Yes, and then another because I'm going in halvesies on the cloak. Well, I'm doing a total amount here first. You guys can decide how to divvy it up for you. So it's uh, 950 for the cloak, that's 1200. For the bracers, that's 300 for the handle. Uh, no dust? Uh, no, we'll pass on the dust for now. It's interesting. Uh, and then you've got uh, and 300 for the spells. Yeah, and uh, uh, six, 600 gold worth of paper and ink. Uh, and then uh, 20 for all the incense you have right now, and I'm going to leave 40 in advance for more incense coming. Oh, hey, hold on a second there. Uh, so it's uh, 20, 300 worth of spells, yeah. and you said 600 worth of paper, paper and ink, right? Yeah. And at that, at, at this time, you guys have been discussing. The other Pomot comes back with his cloak, with like a big old crate in his hand, and goes like, "Get the rest of all the paper and ink. Hold on." <laughs> Sets it down. Oh jeez. Sets it down. Then that is uh, twenty gold for the incense. Total of, I would like to give you sixty gold now for for uh, that much incense. I understand you only have about twenty now, but I know you're good for the rest, so I'll just pay in advance. All right. Are you guys all marking off your uh, yeah your amounts? Yeah. Well, yeah. for the for the total, but yeah. I'm I've taken just twenty five gold off of my bracers. Based on how many pieces you've thrown at me, it's probably better to just have you all deduct what you what you yeah, spent yeah, individually. I was gonna try that, but then uh, no, not math got a little chaotic there. Getting <laughs> down the bracers. All right. So there's your uh, there's your sword. There's your bracers. Forty platinum. There's your cloak. Three hundred. Yeah. The test of deliciousness. Yeah. Is that the one use or multiple yeah. uses? Six. Is it like a six servings of dust in this? That's why I was like, mm. That's still pretty good. It's still good, but mm. okay, I want some of that. Okay, okay, okay. Don't worry. Well, there you go. You can go ahead and mark off that amount there as well. And when all is said and done, when you've marked off your amounts, here's a hundred gold back. You may redistribute it as you see oh, fit. Oh shit! You got a hundred dollar rebate. We got a rebate. Hundred gold. That, really? Well, that was what you what you hackled him down. Oh. <laughs> oh, so we're okay. Okay, it just makes it easier than that. Will you That's take five gold off of the dust because you like me? So we all make a persuasion check. We all take twenty five. We get, we each wow. save twenty five. Twenty five. <laughs> that means he likes me. Twenty. Well, only because yeah, so nice. But don't tell the boss. I All right. Whoa. Mm. Feels so good. Well, it feels like real shopping. I get a shopping high. It's cathartic. <laughs> so I'll see you back here in about, about five days or so there, Jester, and we should have a fresh new enchanted hand axe there for okay, you. Okay, okay, okay. Well, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for your business. What was that book that you were reading? 
Oh, so, pulls it up again. So that uh, Tarian fella, whatever, oh. about, about most of the way through it, kind of a slow reader. Are you the last Pumat of the Pumats to read it? Yeah, we've been kind of passing it around as we each finish it. Mm. You should form a book club. I'll ask him. <laughs> really appreciate the uh, suggestion. Well, uh, thank you for your business. I have uh, a lot to do, and I'm going to attempt to lift the crate of paper. I can help with that. Oh, uh, thank you. Yeah. Mm. Huh? Yeah, that's, oh, that's heavy. With the legs. Mm. Exant. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, the, most of the weight is just the materials that contain the paper. The paper isn't very heavy. Um, but because it is specifically designed and made uh, for the uses of inscribing and enchantment and other things, it is it is uh, contained in very very careful protective wooden boxes. They are all stacked repeatedly within this crate. And I guess as we're leaving, uh, walking along Beauregard, who's sort of googling at her new braces. Uh, uh, do you have any? Plans? Do they look cool? I don't. Hey, Caduceus. No, mm. how to answer that. Pleasure to meet you. Uh, it's a pleasure to meet you as well. I'm sure we'll see each other again real soon. Real hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Looking brighten, forward to it. Brighten up the room. Oh, thank you. What a room to brighten. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're too, kid. You're the best. Do they like, go with the outfit, though? <laughs> you look angry. Yeah? Yeah. Don't. Uh, do you have any uh, plans to, well, I would like to. I don't know if you want to. Um, uh, may I go to the library again with you? Yeah. Oh, thank you. I'm going back probably like tomorrow. Oh. Next day or something like uh, that. For a day or two? For I was thinking like an extended weekend, like a, like a Friday to Monday, four days, three nights type of thing, if you're down. Uh, uh, yes, if you wouldn't mind, I would be very You don't have to stay the whole time, but that's what I want to do. You can do whatever the fuck you want. If they give me, <laughs> would I be allowed to peruse this? I'm not like your fucking babysitter. I did not say you were my babysitter. I, I just, just wanted, wanted to, to look at the books. There. Yeah. I don't know why you had that in your mind. I just want to look. Uh, thank you. And I walk up with my paper. <laughs> we're we're going to also, we're going to looking for a gem shop and maybe like if there's like an herb shop. I've been meaning to learn how to make healing potions anyway. I've gotten a, I've got a little bit of a basic understanding. I do have a couple things left on my to-do list. Though. <laughs> and some general shopping that's just like some stuff that okay. doesn't really happen. Uh, yeah, there's Grace the Wilds, which is in the Pentamark district. You find it. Uh, you in particular, you you find it very quickly because you're attuned to the smell of some of the herbs and various mosses that they've been cultivating and drying out there. And you're like, that's familiar. That's a lot. And so, much like Toucan Sam, you follow your nose <laughs> to uh, to grace the wilds, and there you see a uh, a female woman, fifties, with kind of wild, big black curly hair. Um, who's just sitting there? Nobody else is paying mind to the uh, the front little tent that she has set up that is attached to what appears to be the rest of her shop, which is mostly closed off and dark. And as you approach, she kind of glances over and goes, "Ha, hi, ha! Can I can I help you? What do you need? What do you need? What can I do?" Ah, are you Grace? No, I'm I'm Jasmine Bree, but this is uh, Grace the Wild. This is my shop. But welcome, 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 welcome. Jeez. I'm still playing catch up. One second. Hi. Uh, I was uh, <laughs> curious. I was looking to uh, maybe start learning how to make some healing healing potions of some kind. And also, train? you want to train? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, if if that's possible. And also, I'm uh, uh, just some stuff to to uh, for cooking and otherwise. I'm just looking for like a nice general set of a few things. I've got a list some here, just some from flavor as well. Of course, of course. Uh, give me a list. Oh, uh, sure. It, it's just 
this is this is actually my general. I know. I figured that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And as she's talking, he watches her other hand takes a piece of chalk and is like writing on the the wall behind her. Like, I'd be more than happy to help, and I can help a lot of things. I can help you. <laughs> I'll be happy to. And you and then kind of crappy handwriting underneath all the various prices of the herbs and things that are provided. You now see training. <laughs> like. She's added it to her list of things that she does as talking to you. You're probably the person to ask if there's a good tea shop in town. I feel like you probably know where to get a nice caffeinated beverage. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. I can help with the tea. The tea, I can help with. So, train. What do you want to train? You want to, please tell me. I've been hoping to learn how to make healing potions, actually, in general. Just start to, start to uh, kind of breaking that. that, Okay, uh, okay, that can be done. You need to take some time, a little bit of time. Give me your time. Make it work. She's got a crappy fucking IV. So the herbalism kit for this is—it's you already have one. I have an herbalism kit. I just want to like, do I need a special proficiency or get the ingredients to help make one? Uh, Yeah, you need. You'll be purchasing proficiencies and training what you'd be doing. Um, This will be the bulk of your downtime because it'll take a while for you to really get. I only had a couple other light things I was going to do anyway. Um, But the the full training uh, for this will come to about. I'll say 200 gold. I can do that. And you are now proficient in the herbalism kit. Actually, I was I was already proficient in the herbalism kit. I was just specifically looking for the stuff to make to make. Oh, I misunderstood. Sorry, sorry. Oh. Yeah. No, I got that already. Okay. I've never. I've, yeah, back when I did this, they didn't have all this craziness. Gotcha. Okay. Well, if that's the case. Uh, yeah, you to buy the materials. You're essentially buying them uh, at half price. So. Uh, you can make healing potions, but you get to make them at twenty-five gold a piece as opposed to fifty. Uh, sure, I'll get a, um, I'll get a, let's get like a hundred fifty gold worth of that, and then just probably some cooking spices too. Okay, yeah, cooking spices are in you gold for the full oh, set. So that's one hundred fifty-one. Uh, anything else of interest or otherwise, and maybe some good, some good beverages or otherwise. Or <laughs> you can find all all bevy of beverages all throughout the Pinner Market. Yeah, like uh, uh, yeah, I'll find other stuff. Otherwise, other than that, I just I'm like I've got diamonds and and some like I'm looking for some like general 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 store kind of stuff. Okay. So. so at 150 gold, uh, so 20 gold please. That's six healing potions that you have the materials to make. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but you can take spend your downtime during this week to make a few if you'd like. Yeah, yeah. Um, that'll put you about one potion per day of creation. So you can easily oh, use easily. time to make all six. They're base baseline healing potions, like level one, but sure. you're able to do so. Cool. Uh, and you yeah. made a friend with the Jasmine Bree. Wow. <laughs> She's a little sad that she doesn't get a chance to, t- to teach you or train you. It's like that's okay. Next time, next, next time, whenever time, you feel like it, come on by. I'll teach you. No worries. Oh, that's excellent. Yeah. We need to buy some diamonds. We need diamonds. I guess I need a new tea kettle, but yeah, we need diamonds. <laughs> tea kettle you can get. I need, I need. I want a tea kettle. I want some new cook uh, cookware. I want some kitchen supplies. I want. A, I want a straw hat. I would like a hat. It's hot out. There's the sun, and I can. I can. <laughs> Feel the sun. It's as if I've been in the sun all day. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite this hat, but it's yeah. in the right direction. Wider brim. Wider brim. Wider brim. Yeah. Wider brim. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'd say you managed to acquire the cooking cooking supplies, um, uh, the kettle, uh, some fine teas that you can acquire, um, and all together, I'd say stuff to cook. I'd say that'll put you back about with the hat four gold. Man, all right, 155. We weren't asking you for anything too crazy. Yeah, that's cool. I'm easy. <laughs> Why 
Now we just need to find the diamonds. Now we need to find some diamonds. What else you need? Diamonds. All right. So for that, let's see here. I got That's in in D and D Beyond. D and D Beyond. Hand me down periaptic wound closure. So make an investigation check. For diamonds? Both of us, or just me? Uh, well, if you're both looking for it, you can you can aid or help. Advantage. So advantage. Of it. This is for diamonds. Ooh. Yeah. The investigation. Eleven. Sorry. Eleven. Asking around, it's most folks are like, oh, well, most of the you know. Diamonds, as a rough raw material, is hard to find. Usually, they're already embedded in jewelry, and most jewels are out there. Eventually, somebody points you to a place like if anyone will have it, it's probably over at Suvo's Secrets. Secrets? Suvo's Secrets. That sounds like a lot. And they point you over to this this large gray shop tent that just has an ominous feel when you look at it. Like as bright a day as it is, it's like the Adams Family House in the Penta Market. It just it looks it looks unwelcome. <laughs> On Halloween, all the kids are yeah. outside. It's, it's the very, a very drab, very kind of coarse uh, material the tent is made out of. Um, and outside, it looks like the ropes that are fixing it down are kind of uh, rotted a bit. And you can see some of the uh, the ropes are starting to pull and tear in edges. And it looks closed, except for there's the, the flaps kind of come together in the middle. It doesn't look like anything that you should buy from. Let's go in there. I'm very excited. It looks great. All right. As you enter Servo Secret, you're hitting the, the tent front. You're not walking in. Well, we're just seeing if it's open. Yeah, it's open. It, it's correct. an entrance. You go inside, and uh, the interior. This it's maybe twenty feet by twenty feet. It's not a very very large interior space, um, and it looks like there are some some tables set up on the far ends, kind of perimeter to the outside of it, and on the the back there is a a very very large. It looks like a custom rocking chair that is just like. And sitting in it, you see what looks to be a um, an older, very intense-looking female dragonborn, uh, bronze-scaled, but in the age, they're kind of starting to turn a bit green. Um, uh, the edges kind of patina it a little. Um, you you see as as she sits there in the rocking chair, hands kind of crossed on the chest, just kind of rocking and looking at you as you enter. It's a nice place you got here. Thank you very much. Uh, Welcome to Suvo's Secrets. Are you Suvo's? Yes, who are you? I am Jester. Jester. <laughs> what are you looking for that I might be helping you with? Secrets. Secrets. Oh, wait, what and else? diamonds, There was diamonds, probably. diamonds and secrets. Yeah. Secret diamonds. Leans forward and her hands hit the, hit the front of her knees. And and leaning back, she looks very small, but once she kind of steps into the little bit of light that's coming through the front of the tent, uh, Suvo's a fairly large dragonborn, and, you, and even just leaning forward, sitting, is almost as tall as you are, Jester. Diamonds, you say? Yes. How many diamonds are you looking for? How many do you have? Maybe 12. That's a lot of diamonds. That sounds like a lot of diamonds. <laughs> are they big diamonds or little diamonds? Reaches know. back and there's this large, it looks just like a sack, like a, like a just general sack that she reaches and grabs the edge and scoots it over without breaking eye contact and scrapes across the ground and you hear things clattering around inside like she's carrying a, a large pouch of various pots and pans, just kind of pink. Reaches in, still looking at you. One. 
Oh, Caleb should be here right now. <laughs> and eventually counts out 12 varying sized diamonds. Um, they all look, some are cut, one of the few, it looks like one of them is a little rough and just kind of hasn't been uh, cut by jewelry yet, but sure enough, uh, they're. We can tell they're really diamonds. Uh, make, a, make a perception check. Laura is showing. Well, I'll join you in this perception check. Perception twenty. Wow. Even I've seen a lot of diamonds. You have. You've seen some. You've seen some fine jewelry, especially from 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 your mother's chests. Um, These are. There's lots of diamonds right in here. (laughs) The tassels. Um, (laughs) So many carrots. So many carrots. (laughs) It's it's just it's sharp and dangerous. No, uh, the, the, ever. <laughs> 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 we're all children. Here we are. That's why we're here. Exactly. <laughs> um, this is serious. The, the, these are um, all legitimate diamonds, um, varying degrees of worth. But looking at the batch, there's probably about 700. We'll say rounded off about roughly 750 gold worth of diamonds of the the group that she set. 600, 600 will do both of us. Yeah. So we'll buy. I will buy the, you know these two little ones because those are probably add up to about 150. That is all right. They will still be here when you come back. Okay. Drops them into the satchel. Pushes it away. I'll do 300, and you do 300. So you each have 300 gold worth of diamonds on you. Okie dokie. Is there anything else in here? Because like this seems like a really cool shop. Is there anything else that I want? There are many things. Grabs and pulls the, the sack back over. <laughs> Did you just have the sack, the one bag in yeah. the shop? Yeah, the tables are all empty. Um, <laughs> so cool. And there is just a sack where she keeps all of the goods. All of her secrets. I love it. Oh, I get it now, that's great. <laughs> Reaches in and Pulls out what looks to be like a mummified uh, creature's hand. You can't, it's not quite humanoid, it has got fur on it. Sets it down. This is a treated owl bear matron hand. I don't know what that is, but that's really cool. Wow. 25 gold is a good keepsake. Okay. Reaches in. <laughs> Pulls out a batch of, of garlic, just a just a big old batch of garlic in like a, a small netted sack. And goes like, garlic, garlic, good for cooking, and also for keeping away vampires. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we could do? Get the garlic, sprinkle the dust of deliciousness on the garlic, and feed it to the vampire. <laughs> And they'd be in pain and very susceptible. Make a religion check, Jester. Oh. Would I know this stuff? A natural one! <laughs> this plan sounds perfectly sound. <laughs> I want to see what else is in the sack. <laughs> we shouldn't negotiate till we know yeah, everything. This is true, this is true. So, for the sake of brevity. For the sake of brevity. Um, it's a, it's a whole slew of just strange knickknacks. And we sit there um, while she pulls out the entire bag. Yeah, it takes the better part of thirty or forty minutes or so. <laughs> there's like there's an iron mask with like it looks like the where the mouth should be. It's just these two metal tusks that stick out, almost like a like a like a cast iron orc mask. Are you not a Oh my god. Um, there are there's half of a chess set carved from jade. 
Uh, when I say half, I mean not like one side or the other, like half of each side, so it's completely useless. Um, there is a single uh, vial that has uh, a kind of familiar red medicinal liquid, and it looks like there was a healing potion, um, should you be so inclined to purchase it. Um, and the uh, rest of it is just absolute junk. <laughs> I'll take the garlic. Anyway. Two gold. <laughs> Which is really expensive for fucking garlic. I'm thinking that's one gold. Make persuasion check. <laughs> one gold. <laughs> yeah. Hardcore negotiations. Uh, 20. It is yours. <laughs> That's still overpriced for garlic. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so overpriced for garlic. Yeah. How much is the healing potion? <laughs> for <Good> this garlic. <laughs> Never can pay to the. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really nice garlic. garlic. It is actually pretty artisanal garlic. Artisanal garlic. <laughs> Same up the grow. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, yeah, th this would be a, uh, a greater healing potion. Oh, that's oh, that's expensive. Uh, well, Maybe not from her. Ask. She well, just yeah, charged two gold She's for really garlic. Three gold. Nine hundred. This for around two hundred and fifty gold pieces. Two hundred fifty. But it will keep you from dying in places where you will probably most likely be dying. Well, I would take it, but I don't have enough gold. Pulls it back and puts it back in the satchel. Then you will not have it. <laughs> okay. I'm going to hold out the garlic one more time. Just checking. <laughs> seems on the chin. She seems to nod like, well done. Oh, I did that wrong. Yes, you did. I was, because I was listening to what he was saying. I was distracted. Okay. Hmm. No mask. How much for the mask? You don't know where that's been. I know. <laughs> Five gold. Ooh. Three gold. Make a persuasion check. <laughs> no. Oh, seven. Five gold. Deal. Be careful. They say the curse lasts for whoever. I don't remember the rest of it. It's just a mask. There's no enchantment. It's just a very scary mask. But congratulations, it's yours. It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. Most of it's bullshit from this from this individual. Okay. Very well. Is that the end of it? I think so. I feel very satisfied yeah, with this entire, entire expedition. Be safe and come back again. I mean, very interested to sell to you what else might come my way. Let's, Thank let's, you, Sherlock. Let's spook you out, spook you out. Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You step out of the, and the, the bright light of the midday sun, the clouds today, have, uh, yeah, the, the, the previous storm has kind of parted a bit, and there's actually bright light, and your eyes have to adjust, and you're like, ah, ah, ah. I'm, I am perfectly, perfectly uh, I'm satisfied done with, my with, shopping. My, with my shopping experience. All, All right. of my money is gone. <laughs> All right. Who else? We've done a few things with you guys, mm. and we've done not stuff. Ford, anything you want to do? Sure. Uh, uh, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, uh, the, the the previous uh, events have kind of rocked Ford a little bit, so um, 
Are there any bars or taverns in Zadash that, you know, may house like frequent sailors or, or people of trade, merchants that? Sailors, not so much. The, the Empire is landlocked, aside from the very far north, and those waters are in the, are in the frigid depths. It's it's a, a lot of ice flows and, and just treacherous water up there. So uh, there, there is very little passage up north. Uh, the Menagerie Coast, as you know, is where all of the port, uh, all the port towns are, and that's kind of the relationship between the Empire and the Menagerie Coast. And that agreement is based on the fact that essentially the Menagerie Coast holds all the long, long-term imports and exports in the palm of their hand. I know that that uh, I know that I've made that trip. How how far is it from Zadash? Back to the begin, or where the, the uh, northernmost part of the Menagerie Coast. That'd be Nicodranas. Nicodranas. And Nicodranas, uh, from Zadash, it's a little over a week to get there, I'd say. I think Ford's gonna um, take a steed and start heading south by himself. Oh. <gasps> what? Oh, shit. He's going on a walkabout? He's going on a walkabout. Okay. Um, while he heads south, uh, I'd like to adopt various disguises as I stop in inns, taverns, places of trade, and just carefully hear if anyone is mentioning the name Sabian, if people are talking about ships, and try and casually make my way further south, knowing that I, I have a amount of time to get back north, but I'd like to try and make my way down and see what I can hear and find out. Okay. Um, so make make three successive investigation checks for me, please. Okay. Uh, Twelve. Uh, nine. And a six. You make it as far south as Trostenwald mm-hmm. before you, the frustration kind of wells up inside you. It's been a series of dead ends. You've asked around and listened, and anyone that may have seen, who would have crossed paths with some of the shipping lanes that you're familiar with and that with Sabian was familiar with, none of them are passing this far north. Um, you assume that to continue this, you'd have to go to the Menagerie Coast, and that would involve a thorough passage through Nicodranas and the various wharf taverns and seeing what old connections you might be able to dredge up in that time, uh, but that's going to take you a little while. Yeah. I think I'll make it to the, the end of that week and, and start to make my way back. Okay, the end of the week, you'll get not quite to Nicodranas. Right. Yeah. Um, so you, if you want to, you can traverse the, the Wuyun Gorge, pass through the Wuyun Gates, and head into Menagerie Coast. You will be alone, and it isn't a not dangerous road, so just be aware. There are some possibilities. No, no, no. The, I know now that the, the strength is in the numbers of the group. I'll, I'll stop and head back. You sure? Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, okay, so after this unfortunately not fruitful uh, travel south and seeking out any possible word of Sabian, uh, you shift your attention back and decide to rally with your allies, perhaps if that's the direction you want to go in the future. Um, okay, what else would you like to do? Um, that's about it. Okay. Uh, very well. Anybody else? 
Yeah. Uh, if that invitation was good, and I have about it, as she said, the next day. So uh, Caleb is going to pull an all-nighter, and I'm going to uh, spend time uh, in a hotel room and in and um, take the lucky rock, and I'm going to uh, I'm going to fill it with. Uh, transmutative uh, power and uh, make a transmuter stone okay. out of it. And for now, we will have it uh, uh, let me see in the dark for now. Okay. Uh, I would also transcribe every spell that was in the book and every scroll that I have found so that uh, I use up all the paper that I have purchased, have every spell, and uh, Frumpkin is back as a cat. Alrighty. Uh, cat Frumpkin I, has returned. There was only one pumpkin, and uh, so I stayed up all night doing all of those things because they're very time intensive and would have sh uh, uh, went to find Beauregard uh, very tired and ready to go to stay at the library as long as I'm uh, able. And she uh, said a number of days, and when those days are up, the thing that I would do is spend as much time as left with the, uh, I would borrow uh, Jester's Heversack if she would let me. Uh, and spend time with the uh, dodecahedron. Okay, we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, first, as you guys make your way to the archive and you enter there in the, the following morning, Caleb is very tired looking, but also hard to tell. <laughs> Just looks What's like. Up, oh. man! You ready for this monk retreat? Monk retreat! Oh my god! I want to learn all of the martial arts. Let's go. All right. Making your way into the archive, uh, it's fairly bustling um, comparison to what you know. It's either dead or there's a handful of people going through it. Today, there's a handful of people going through. Um, so you're like, oh wow, it's, there's like four people in here researching right now. And no one ever cares about books this much. It's weird. Um, within a short time, uh, what are you looking to do? Uh, Except for you. Um, I ask around and see if I can find um, if Dyron is there. Okay. Uh, one of the monks goes, um, let me go and choir. I'll be right back. And wanders up the stairs, and then you see them descend the stairs with another figure, uh, gray robes with uh, with blue lining, uh, hood pulled back, and there you see Zenoth. Oh. Steps back and goes, Beauregard, I wasn't where you had returned. Hi. Hi. Dairon, unfortunately, is still out on the front lines. What? Um, well, she's been set for uh, to assess political threats beyond the eastern border. Um, been gone for about thirty days and is said to return in the next forty-five before we send anyone after her. But I'm sure she's fine. She said she'd be back within a month. That she was just checking out the front lines at Blade Garden. Well, things change when they're uh, at that. Moment of conflict. You sent her behind enemy lines? No, she progressed behind enemy lines and then wrote to us that she was staying for an extended period. She's oh. impetuous. I think you may know something about that. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry, uh, Dairon is not here. If um, what what are you inquiring about? Just hoping to check in with her and catch up on some coaching. Uh, well, um, there is Tubo. Tubo is quite an accomplished uh, monk of the Cobalt Soul and might be able to help you, whereas uh, Dairon could not. Do I know Tubo? You've all? seen Tubo and you've not directly interacted because uh, 
tuba was much like Dairon kind of works on a higher level, okay. and you hadn't quite garnished the tension beyond just being that brat for a while. Okay. Tubo is uh, this very dark-skinned uh, halfling uh, with uh, like very short, like widow's peak type hair, uh, and this kind of very calm smile about him. Um, very well respected, but you haven't really seen him move or do anything other than just walking through uh, the archive and and be present. Is he an expositor? You don't know. Yeah, all right. All right, I shall return. Okay. Good seeing you again. Yeah, you too. Xenoth's patient smile fades as he turns. Um, and within a short time, you see coming from uh, down the same staircase, uh, Tubo. Okay. You see his arms kind of kind of folded in front of him as he descends and turns towards you. So, you are Beauregard, correct? That's me. And you're looking for training while your uh, expositor is away, correct? Yeah, I mean. Uh, Follow me. Okay. Also, I got this guy with me. Can you get a room and a library pass? Xenoth, uh, who's a little bit behind, goes, I'll accompany him in his uh, reading, if that's all right. Xenoth, Caleb, Caleb Zenoth. We've met in Frostenwald, yes. Hello. Hello, please. Lead the way to where you'd wish to read. Oh, uh, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Tubo brings you to a chamber you haven't been in a while, which is the the formal training grounds beneath the archive. Uh, there is a set of double doors in the far ends uh, that blend in mostly with the dark wood that a lot of the uh, bookcases are crafted out of. Um, but it leads you down a set of stairs into what is essentially a training pit. Uh, with very, very heavily packed sand and dirt, um, and there are a number of uh, wooden poles that emerge from the from beneath that have all sorts of skewed um, extensions. This is a, a, where a lot of forms are practiced and a lot of defensive maneuvers are, are utilized. Um, and you, you, yeah, and you were you were brought through in this area for a lot of for training and, and waves time and again, but it's been a while since you've been down here, since you've been abroad, and there's no other people there training currently, so Tubo brings you down. Very well. Show me what you've got. <laughs> and um, <laughs> for the sake of brevity, um, you die. Yes. <laughs> Roll up a new character. Tubo, Tubo just splatters you across the wall. Um, no, uh, you, you spar for a bit, kind of just showing him the limits of your capabilities, and he's deftly, with the smile on his face, dodging, parrying. You get a few good hits in, and he kind of backs away. Very good, very good. <laughs> and then begins to overwhelm you with his assaults, but never enough to inflict pain, just enough to kind of throw you off your guard until a moment he turns around and then puts his hands up across once more and goes, four days. I need four days with you. Okay. And then what happens? Then your training for now is complete. Yeah, right. Day one begins. Time to read. He takes you back upstairs <laughs> and begins to collect books and throw them into a pile and sits you down. <laughs> I just look at Caleb across the library. <laughs> uh, and. 
you begin reading, and it's getting frustrated. But as you as you're reading, uh, Tubo begins to lean in and say, "As you're reading, think carefully about what you're trying to find, what you're trying to learn." Okay, what am I trying to learn? What are you looking to research? Well, <laughs> is there any type of history on like um, the families of Wildmount or any type of underground trade going on? Okay. Um, for the for the portion for the portion of this day, Tubo begins to instruct you on how to not just read and research, but in focusing your spiritual energy on the specific things you're searching, you begin to find quick ways to kind of Johnny Five through tomes to find what you're looking for. Um, and so with this comes with your ability to spend a key point to gain advantage on an investigation check. Dope. Day two comes around, and he brings you down to the subterranean chamber for more training. <laughs> and this time, he begins to show you how to use that same kind of internal spiritual energy, your key, at the moment of impact to give off this like very localized wave of spiritual energy. And he begins to tell you how this, this can break through defenses of things that are meant to not be touched with the mortal hand. This is intended as a way to bypass sometimes the mundane protections. And so through this training, he teaches you how to use your empowered strikes, where now your physical fists and attacks as a monk are considered magical. Ghost. Oh, shit. Yes, you can now punch ghosts. ghosts. <laughs> Day three, he brings you down to the chamber with a chair and says, sit. Okay. Tell me. Oh. Tell me a secret. Is this true the dare? <laughs> kind of. Do you want to tell me a secret? Is there a dare option? No. <laughs> then it's not true the dare. <laughs> You know truth or dare, right? He looks frustrated, turns around, kind of does a little loop, comes back, and as you're about to speak up again, he does a series of quick hits that hurt a little bit, that catch you right in the clavicle, the side oh. of the throat, and then right under the chin, and as you pull back, um, go ahead and make a, a saving throw for me, please. This will be a, a charisma saving throw, I believe. What? 12. Okay. He begins to ask you questions about your your youth and your family history, things that you don't normally talk about with anybody. And outside of just stopping yourself from speaking at all, you're on the verge of constantly just giving up the information. And he teaches you, he says, this, this is a technique that allows you to pull the truth from those that would not be so forthcoming. It is situationally very useful, and I will show this to you. And so he teaches you the extort truth ability. Okay. On the fourth and final day, he leads you down and begins to show you how to use your your key capabilities, your spiritual energy to to uh, blend it with moments of adrenaline bursts, to give yourself a moment of reactionary time where previously you would have expended any capability of of uh, preparing yourself for an assault. As he puts you through hours of this rigorous training, he goes, very well. The time to show what you can do has come. Claps, and you watch as two other monks come down. <laughs> um, but they have bows and arrows. Oh. 
and they have a third one they hand to him, and they all knock the arrows and aim them right at you. Chubo versus bow with bows. That's deeply accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Tubo just goes, fire. All three arrows come towards you. Oh, God. Uh, that's, a, that's a 19 to hit. 19 just hits. Okay. Uh, that's another 19, actually. Oh. And that is that is a 23. Jesus. So all three hit you. Oh, God. Huh. I got new shoes. So, so the, uh, the first one is. I'm Wonder Woman. I'm not Wonder Woman. The first, the first arrow is uh, ten points of damage. Can I do the thing? Yes, you can. Spend a key point. So spend uh, a key point. It's the end of Throne of Blood. How many points of damage? Ten. Ten. No points of damage. You catch one arrow. Okay. Wait. Six. I'm level six now, right? Correct. One point of damage. I lied. Okay. So take one point of damage. You just barely catches it. Just manages to nick the side of your shoulder. Okay. The two other arrows are coming at you as well. Uh, I can only do this thing once, though, right? Or can I? I can keep spending key points to do that, right? Yeah. I'll do it one more time. Okay. Well, you can you can do that now with another if you have another reaction. That's right. Which mm, I do. You have multiple reactions now. I do now. Well, so, what? Everybody, be a monk. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. If I spend a key point. One, two. You don't have to spend a key point to reduce the damage. You spend a key point to, to throw, throw it back. back. Yes. So I will spend an extra reaction then to catch the other one. All right. So you spend a second key point. Go ahead and roll for damage reduction on the next one. I, that one is oh, that's uh, twelve points of damage. I rolled eleven, so another one point of damage. So you catch both barrels. Third one's coming towards you. And one more. Spend another key point. It's two key points now, and you get to go ahead and roll to reduce the third one. Twelve. Yeah, that one does no damage. So you catch one arrow out of the air, just barely next to your shoulder. The other one you catch just as it scrapes past the side of your arm. The third one you catch in the middle of the air with no impact, and then just a blink of an eye, you've deflected all three arrows shot Whoa. at the same time. I turn to Tatubo and I go, "Did you see that?" I did, and with that. Your training is complete. Oh. oh, I don't get to like kill those guys. <laughs> no. Oh. He hands the the, the, the short bow to the other one, and no. they all head back upstairs. And two bow. Sorry, like, you're. I'm sure you're really lovely people. Impressive. Dairon was not wrong about you. Wait, what is what has been Dairon's been talking about me? Just what has she been saying? That you are an apt pupil. Mm. No. Our time is done. I have things to do, and four days with you has been more than enough. Yeah. <laughs> Get that. <in> <laughs> he makes his way back up and es escorts you out of the training chambers. So. Guys, hasn't the last four days been amazing? Peaceful, <laughs> <laughs> actually. I uh, go find Caleb and I go, "Let's go." Four days later. So during this time, Caleb. Yeah. So if I had four days uh, to uh, peruse at, at will. I would have spent the first day uh, trying to uh, research anything I could find about Johas, the Johasians' uh, mentions of beacons, uh, of them living many lives, their religion, if possible. Okay. Uh, make an investigation check with the advantage to, to find all the right information. Mm. Gonna use a different die. 
uh, investigation. Uh, that is uh, 19. 19, okay. So in, on that specific thing, you learn about the Kreen Dynasty, which is the, the Jorhassian uh, society that exists in the ruins of Gordranas. So you know that most of them were drow, dark elf, from what you've heard and the ones you've interacted with. Now, the drow were brethren alongside all elves in the past history until their minds were corrupted and swayed by the terrible silver tongue of Loth, the Spider Queen, one of the betrayer gods. Under her will, they became deceptive, cruel, and violent. And when the betrayer gods were defeated and banished during the Calamity and the divergence that separated the mortal realm from the gods that once threatened to destroy it entirely, uh, the drow returned to their subterranean cities to rebuild their power, far from the burning light of day. Now, much of the recent studies into current drow society across Exandria speak of growing paranoia and madness uh, that's kind of seeping in with what seems to be the believed influence of uh, Therizdun, the chained oblivion, uh, seeming, whether it be by proximity of remnants of his power deep beneath the surface that have grown close to these societies, but there's whispers and research that say that some of these dark elf societies are being driven slowly mad by this influence. Um, strangely, what studies you've been able to find that talk about penetrating the Kryn dynasty's uh, intense boundaries? I fucking looked at you immediately, Lorix. I knew where it was going. <laughs> you see... You see, you know it too. That means you looked at me because you knew. Of course. <laughs> I got the. I, as soon as I, I read the word, and I was like, <laughs> without fail. To the great God we missed you. We missed you. Um, but for the, those who were able to to uh, move past the boundaries to research more of the of what little is known of the Queen Dynasty, there is little in iconography under Lothar uh, Thurisdun. And what remains of that is ancient and crumbling, and largely ignored by the society. Do I find any mention of of these beacons? He mentioned beacons, plural, and 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 reincarnation or multiple lives. There's nothing about beacons, nothing about reincarnation. But however, it does speak of the dynasty worshiping something other, something that is new and dangerous as far as the cobalt soul is concerned. With the little research they have, they refer to it as the Luxon and seek to bring all under its burning banner. They've rallied to the surface of Gordranas, casting the skies an eternal midnight that spreads with their dominion. They've begun taking the ravenous hordes of beastmen and terrors of the Jorhassian wastes and indoctrinate them under this new false god. You also learn that a number of people, mostly children of adolescent age, have been found abducted in the night by the Kryn on occasion Though the number has steeply grown this past generation, years after the first open conflicts with the Kryn began. And the last thing you discover is the leader of the dynasty is known as Empress Leila's Kryn. She is called an Umavi by them, though the word's meaning is unknown by current research. Accounts of the Empress speak of her as a powerful and dangerous warrior on the battlefield, and seemingly well over 600 years old or more, as records date back that far since she arrived in local history. That's what you've discovered about the Korean dynasty and Jorhassen. Spend a day reading about that. I will spend uh, every remaining day uh, reading about 
I was rushed the first time I came here, so I'm going to spend every day left reading about the weave of time and any mortal's attempts to control it. Make an investigation check. Twenty-two. Okay. The things you you discover with what's available to you in the archive, uh, time is a constant. The motion moving forward, unyielding. Some powerful arcane influences can accelerate or slow the rate at which time passes locally, even stop it. Uh, there are some stories from the Age of Arcanum that speak of the greatest of sages experimenting with reversing the forward momentum of time, and supposedly with some success, but the process apparently was so taxing and the energies required so extensive that it nearly killed those who passed through this natural flow. Um, so that that's as much as you can pick up on the specific research involving that shift of time. It's, they're, they're more footnotes and like a, we don't mess with that because those who've tried have mostly been disintegrated or, or destroyed in the process. Uh, they nearly killed. Does it talk about any of the people who uh, were nearly killed but weren't? Yes, but they existed close to fifteen hundred years ago. And no record of their names or most of the uh, well, the, the names that were in there uh, are none that correlate to anything you'd, you'd recognize. Well, I would still have spent the entire three days reading about that. Okay, and I'll send you those notes later. Okay. Um, you do pick up because of your very high roll. There are apparently some newer arcane experiments regarding time and reality being fielded within the Soltris Academy in Rexentrum. Uh, a newer magical energy seems to have been discovered or rediscovered that can seemingly adjust such properties with ease, and it's being referred to as dunamis. Dunamis. But other than that, there's very little information because all that seems to be proprietary within the academy. Yeah, good, cool, super cool. Okay. Okay. Then I'm all, I'm all done. Okay. With all my shit. I forgot. I should have looked at my list. I had like one or two other little things. Okay, Ford, what else would you like you to didn't do? Didn't want to just walk for six days and walk back for six days. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I feel like I came up. Oh, there's more shit. I was like, Are you sure that's all you want to yeah. do? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, we can just say on the way back from uh, those visits um, at, at night when I make camp, uh, I want to summon the, the falchion and spend more time with it, um, examine it, and specifically the eye, if it has that sort of. In the letter, it looked like there was a, like a like a gash into the into the sphere itself. Does it represent that? Is it smooth? Does it move? Does it? The eye. Uh, where it sits in the in the hilt, and it and it only sits on one side. It's not both sides that contain oh. the eye, because there wouldn't there aren't two pupils. There is a singular eye that is embedded in it, that is looking out what would essentially be towards the left. And is it like near the the cross guard, or is it near the pommel? No, it's near the cross guard, okay. like in the center of the, of the hilt. Um, when you look at it, it doesn't seem to move or shift or pay any attention. In practicing the next few days and trying some things out, you focus some of your uh, arcane gifts towards an object, casting Witch Bolt towards a nearby rock or, or low, dried, and uh, forgotten trunk of a tree. And at the moment the incantation begins, the eye shifts to look towards the target of the spell. Then the spell explodes, and you look back at the hilt, and it's already reverted back to where it was before. Super fast. But it did seem to react to when the spell was cast. 
creepy. What the hell does that mean? Okay. Um, <clears throat> when I get when I get back, uh, could I make my way uh, to uh, the gentleman for just a quick combo? Sure. All right. Yeah. All right. So you make your way to the evening nip. By the time you've returned, it's been the better part of the two-week period of time, and you guys are also kind of generally worried the fact that Ford just kind of vanished during this time period. Um, he left while we were shopping. Big surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Travis is shouting. <laughs> you guys are gonna shout. <laughs> what was it? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right. So, you make your way to the subterranean basement of the Evening Nip. Uh, the gentleman is not currently present, but upon asking around, uh, you wait for about twenty minutes or so. He does return from the uh, appears to be the the storage room to the side where you had previously been led down and through the underworks. Um, as he comes in, he sees you and kind of sits to the other side of the table, kind of you know, throwing his leg over one side and sitting at a very comfortable and casual way across from you. Ford, yeah, I'm being told that you're looking for me. Yes, I appreciate you making some time for me this evening. Um, turns out we might be uh, traveling a little bit pretty soon. We are going to be making our way towards the Wayfarer's Cove. Your knowledge of areas outside of Zadash seems so extensive, what with the, the errands you sent us on. I was wondering, could you share with me any knowledge you might have about criminal underbellies, any, well, competitors you might have in business that's not of an official nature in cities, particularly around Nicodranus, Port Mali, the Menagerie Coast? Are you, do your, uh, did you reach that far? I have some reaches in places, yes. Um, that's quite a scope you're requesting. I would say it's a good bet that most uh, criminal elements you would encounter there are not at my uh, network, except for a handful. It might be more useful to you know the ones to trust. That's where I was kind of going with that. Okay, and uh, Portamala, you say? Yeah, it's where it, I'm from. Really? Indeed. The jewel of the coast. All right. I've been a number of times, though it's been years since I've been able to leave my work here alone. So if you're looking to expand your portfolio, upon stash, that is commendable. The one contact I can recommend in Port de Mali would be Father Dwand of Pierce. Father Dwand of Pierce? Dwarven fellow, scraggly in the face. Dress as well. He helms the Pearl Shrine, a house of worship to Avandra, the Changebringer. Tell him that you bring many gifts. I bring many gifts. Should you not work with Father Pierce in his network, be careful. You could easily find yourself on an opposing side to my business, and I do not take kindly to betrayal. Well, indeed, I wouldn't dare. After all, you do have a little way of keeping track of where we are and what we do. That I I appreciate your uh, your help in this matter. Um, hopefully, we can be of some service to you down there. If something comes to mind, I'll send it your way. Please do. And if anything comes to mind that would be of interest to my ears, business or otherwise, please keep me informed. You can be assured that I will. Thank you for your time. I'll, I'll leave you now. Of course. <clears throat> then he goes off to get a drink at the bar. As you turn around, right there at the steps is Cree. The uh, dark-furred uh, tabaxi. 
She approaches and goes, I'm sorry to bother you. I noticed you descend here. Um, I have heard since your last arrival that there were losses in your journey. Uncomfortable dreams in the week, and uh, I cannot sense Lucien. Uh, <clears throat> tell me about these dreams. Make a persuasion check. <laughs> oh, God. That's good. 18. 18? They are, they are cold and sad. They are, I just see him alone and I've tried to focus. He's not nearby. I have a very hollow feeling about this. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, unfortunately, your, your dreams may have some merit. I, uh, I myself um, was missing for most of our journey, and it, uh, it seems unfortunately that Lucian befell uh, a terrible fate. Was what I was fearing. I'm sorry to to be the one to let you know. I, if I was there, I, I could give you more detail. But I'm fine. If I found out much in the same way you are. That is all right. Thank you for your honesty. I, uh, it is hard for him to be gone for so long, then come back, and so swiftly go again. I put too much faith. You, you said he left before and then came back. Uh, if you don't mind my asking, the last time that he left, do you remember the circumstances of his departure? Uh, we, of the uh, task takers, we, um, we were undergoing a, rit a ritual that he had orchestrated with a, uh, of an ally of his, woman of magical renown. He said that this was something that was meant to uh, lead us to this city, he promised, a, a, a place where we could learn of great many powers and secrets. We believed him, he, is, he was, very charismatic in his cruelty at times. But he did not survive. And then you saw him here for the first time in quite a while, yes? Two years. Two years. Two years. 
Are you, um, and forgive me if this is too personal, are you expecting to see him again? I wasn't expecting to see him this last time. I just feel like whatever grace brought him back to us, maybe it was your carelessness that took him from us again. Indeed, maybe it was. You have my uh, apologies and my condolences. It is all right. I have started a new life here, and it has been serving me well. Well, um, I hate to leave you with such sour news, but I, I must be going. Such are these days. Thank you for your candor. She just turns around and walks away. And I'll head back to the leaky tap. Okay. So you guys have all gathered up at the leaky tap. Yeah. I have. That's, that's everyone's done their stuff. No, There's I have not done mine. Do. All right. What do you want to do? <laughs> what do, you want to do? <laughs> I'm really simple. I'm going to spend a little time every day. Fine. I'm going to find the nicest park in town. I'm going to spend every day spending, uh, and I'm going to meditate and try and get some guidance on um, trying to going to have another trying to have another epiphany about what happens next. So I'm going to sit quietly and meditate. Okay. Uh, every day, somewhere green, or whatever passes for it in this city. A little wisdom check for me. Yeah, Dave. Yeah, of course. No. <laughs> no. It's that was a one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Here's you've spent so much of your life in the tranquility of the cold and quiet Savalier Wood, and even in the most nature-based portion of the city of Zadash, the general din and chaos of the city is too distracting, mm -hmm. and you're unable to reach that meditative state where you're able to to feel connected with nature and with the wild mother. Um, so Melora's guidance has not come to you, uh, and you kind of just have to continue to throw your lot in with these strange folk that dragged you out of your home. That's fair. That's fair. I guess the only uh, no, that's right. We're done. I think we got everything. We yeah, everyone's there. done their everyone's thing. Everyone's done their thing. No, <laughs> I'm not done. All right. I wanted to, um, well, because I want to make the traveler like me again, because obviously he doesn't, and that's why he didn't come save me. So. I'm going to use this two weeks to scout out all of the um, the temples to the other gods <laughs> and really like see the guard schedules and the pre-schedules and try to sneak in. And I'll probably enlist the help of not here. I'll help you. Because you're good at sneaking. Sure, sure. And then well, we do have something we could. This is true. Okay. We did. We we got you something. Before we do this, this will be extra helpful for you. What is it? I don't like this. Is it a? Is it something? Is it? Is it made of dead people? Just check it out. Paper. So nicely wrapped. It's so tiny. Well, it's imagine so it's dainty. a lot bigger than that. It's tiny. It's like it's just a small cube. <laughs> <laughs> oh look! It says. To the bravest rouge we've ever met. <laughs> From your friendly. It does say rouge, doesn't no, it? It, it says, says rogue. rogue. I'm fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> From your friendly neighborhood healers. You guys can heal? 
<laughs> it's a cloak! <laughs> wow! It looks so cool and fancy. Put it on. I bet it changes size when you put it on, because most magical things do. I will put it on and spend some time with it. Okay. <laughs> able to attune to it and gain the benefits of the Cloak of Elvenkind. Okay, 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 okay. And then... We're going to go and like try to sneak in okay. and like really. Well, you have to decide up. which ones you're going to do. They're for. Uh, How much do I owe you for this? You owe no. us nothing. It's a gift. You it's a gift. have nothing. Tons of money. <laughs> 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 All right. Way more than I'll ever spend. <laughs> so uh, there is the uh, the Raven's Den, which sits near the uh, ossuary gates. I already fucked with that one. Alrighty. Um, <laughs> There is the Hearth of the Allhammer, which you messed with as well a little bit during the during the, uh, the festival. There is. I mean, there's the the arc, the Valley Archive of the Cobalt Soul. While it is both an archive, it is also a temple to the Annoying Mistress. Um, there is the King's Hall. Which is the center of, of law, and, and of course, that's where the, the lawmaster is. You've spoken with a couple of times. That's where you've done your jobs off the uh, the task board. That's all. Like there's a lot of guards. That's also there. the law barrack. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of guards there. There's the Platinum House, which is a uh, temple to the Platinum Dragon, that uh, also exists in the uh, Innerstead Sprawl. Okay. Not too far from Steam's Respite, which is the bathhouse. Ooh. Yeah, let's do that one because it's close to the bathhouse. Which one is that? Which god? The platinum dragon. Platinum dragon. All right, that seems right. What are we gonna do to it? There's also in the signet wall, which is the military district. There is the shrine of the dawn, which is to the dawn father. Um, but that's <laughs> in the, it's up to you. Well, that's just fitting, isn't it? No, I'm going to do the Platinum Dragon, because it's next to the bathhouse. Okay, Platinum House it is. We're trying to destroy this place? No. Paint it? What does it look like? So as you approach, this beautiful but small white building is draped in deep blue tapestries, while a reflective kind of mirrored sphere sits atop the roof during the day. I think you've passed by and seen it before when you were traversing the city. Uh, and uh, as are you going for a day or nighttime? We're just checking out during the day, you know, like we're visitors. Okay. Uh, but it, the inside is just open archways and floor spaces that are made available for worship, uh, but also used for meditation. And there are a few folks in there that are just like quietly, eyes closed, taking in uh, the the atmosphere of the interior. Um, there's areas for reading and there's areas for, for napping and sleeping. It's a very kind of kind of, uh, of 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 the Bahamut worshiping that goes on in places that you've seen on the Menagerie Coast. This one is a little more New Agey than you're used to. Um, about noonish, when you arrive, there is a sermon beginning where there is uh, uh, appears to be the herald of the house, which is a silver-scaled dragonborn. Uh, in his older years, he looks very tired and, and a, you know as, as 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 withered as a dragonborn can through their silver scales. He's in the process of giving this this very uh, deeply empowering speech about the majesty of Bahamut bestows upon us the knowledge and the grace in which we can be beacons of truth and justice in a world that wishes to swallow all with chaos. <laughs> Together. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that the, the, midday, the midday stakeout appears to go well. Okay. What do you wish to do? How often does he come back? I mean. He's I, there most of the day, and then in the evening he appears to go nap somewhere within the uh, 
with the platinum. And house. then he gives his sermon during the next day and the next day. We scouts it out a couple days in a row to really get the, the okay. feel make, for the guard. Make a, make an investigation check just to facilitate. He's not helping me? Sure. 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 Oh, Jesus. Wow. H. Macy. Nine. All right. Nine. There's a couple entrances, some hallways. Wow. <laughs> what do you want to do? I want to. Well, I want to. I'm going to take some of the firecrackers we got from Hopper Duke, and I want to set them off during his sermon. Okay. And then I want to. Um, but I'm going to invoke duplicity, so it looks like I'm actually still there listening to the sermon. And then, while that's happening, but I'm also a disguised self, so I also want to look like somebody else while it's happening so nobody can trace it back to me. That sounds complicated. This is really good stuff. And then I want to run over to, is there a big statue of a platinum dragon? Uh, there is in the center, yeah. It's, it's not built in the floor, it's actually uh, held aloft in, in the central kind of dome archway, right beneath that glowing uh, dome at the top is, where it, at nighttime, as you've seen it, it, ten, it emits this kind of faint white uh, glow, and it's kind of this, this beacon in the middle of the darkened city, aside from the various bits of torchlight uh, Ooh, that, that, that hit really the streets. Um, but beneath it, uh, beneath this dome, you see the, the large, carved, uh, looks almost like, a, like a, a pure platinum, but it's probably a polished silver uh, statue of the dragon wings, outstretched, looking down over the chambers, and hovers about 15 feet off the ground. <laughs> Where all the rest of the folks gather for the sermon and/or just sit there to meditate and pray and worship. This is a really bad time to do this because there's lots of people around. <laughs> Can I do it at night? Is there less people at night? Would there I learn at least at that much? Yeah, at night there are, there are less people. Okay, I come back a second time after setting out the fireworks. <laughs> now the next time, we're here again. <laughs> right. All right. This time I'm coming prepared with my paints. And like a mustache. Your anarchist group. Anarchist group. <laughs> What's a the... couple brochures for the traveler. Sure. And like, um, I steal Cad's straw hat that he bought. Sorry. And um, yeah, we're gonna make the platinum dragon look like a really cool farmer. All right. Yeah. Okay. But so we're just gonna mess up with the statue. Yeah, that's what I do. Is and what if someone comes in, we just kill everyone in the place? No, if somebody comes in, you need to distract them, okay? So don't let anybody see me, because this might take a while. Exploding arrow. So I'm the distraction and the lookout. You're the distraction. I also invoke duplicity to where it looks like I'm still there on the outside, and I can also be hanging out with you so you don't look so like, you know, just a random All person. All right. All right, so uh, what do you disguise yourself to be? Uh, the old woman that was okay. in the other one, yeah. Okay. All right, so. Uh, as you guys approach in the evening uh, together, are you disguising yourself as well? Oh no! You know what I should disguise myself as? The the sermon guy. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, uh, Jester now taking the the elderly form of a silver scaled, uh, very well respected <laughs> herald of the house, Kumas. Um, you approach the temple. Uh, we'll say a few hours after sundown, to where the uh, the interest in worship tends to fade as folks go back to home, and there are a few. At this point, it's mostly just a few caretakers that watch it through the night, and some lost souls that have found their way there in the evening when they need guidance. Get them out. They're in there. 
Yeah, like uh, distract them and make them go away. Uh, uh, all right, I'll do my best. Oh, go, you know what you should say. Say that the, the sermon guide, whoever I am, tell them I need some quiet time in the temple. All right. I'll disguise myself using disguise person or disguise self. Yeah. Uh, as uh, just a, 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 you know, a, an elderly uh, gnomish woman, um, and I'll I'll wander into the temple, I guess. Ah, <laughs> <clears throat> uh, pardon me, all patrons. I have a request from the Holy Father himself. That we vacate the premises. They have to uh, refresh all the holy water. That's <laughs> good. Every 30 days. And wouldn't you know it? <laughs> today's that day. So, just out of the pool for just a few minutes. <laughs> And then when when it's all refreshed, we'll come and you can come right back oh in. Just God. a break. I want to take a break. Make a deception check with disadvantage because oh, yeah. you oh, you didn't oh, even wait. use his name. <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> I've said twice. Holy fuck! Yeah. <laughs> Lord the Savior. Not funny. Not funny. Okay. Not bad. Even better. <laughs> uh, this is. What? Perception. Oh, no. <laughs> That's a negative three. Oh. So, so negative three to your deception? Oh, you should really should have oh taken that potion God. beforehand. The one that you stole from me? Yeah, that yeah. one. <laughs> That's a 13. Disadvantage minus three. That's still got that's pretty, pretty good. <laughs> okay. That's good. Um, it looks like of the six individuals that are here, there are two that actually are of the temple. And there are four that are just here meditation, or just kind of you know one one looks like a young man, like he might be just on hard times and like has like you know tear marks on his face, or he may have been cool. just like looking up to the statue and like and <laughs> reveling. And the the four people that that were just attending see you and kind of uh, 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 and they get up and start gathering their things. The two that work the temple are kind of confused, look at each other and look at you and begin to walk towards you. Uh, the, what, are they carrying weapons of any sort, or no, uh, they, vestments, or no? They're, they're, they're wearing uh, uh, they're like they're, they're wearing tabards almost uh, that are mostly a a silver white color with um, the, the the symbol of Bahamut, like the blue with the with the uh, the silver dragon. Um, uh, but but they're, they're simply dressed. They're they're just the caretakers of the temple, uh, low level priests. Of the of the platinum dragon, and as they approach, one of them looks to be uh, maybe a, a mid thirties human male, uh, kind of male pattern baldness, taking looks like a large portion of his, his uh, shorter blonde hair. The other one appears to be uh, half half elven man as well. Um, he looks younger, but looks to be deceiving with half elves. Um, but they both approach with a con somewhat concerned look, and the half elf speaks up first and goes. I'm I'm sorry. You said that um, the the Holy Father needs the room cleared. I come up from behind. Is there anything around us like uh, donation jars or uh, or any <laughs> anything <laughs> around <laughs> us? <laughs> I don't know how churches work, guys. <laughs> uh, make a perception check. <laughs> Do they have like a ticket taker? 
Fourteen. Fourteen. Looking around, um, there are bowls throughout the room that appear to uh, most of them appear to be empty. A few of them have a few knickknacks kind of thrown in there. Either they they may have been things that people left as as kind of a, a gift or an offering. Um, a few copper. One of them have a silver. You don't see any other boxes. It looks like they're just kind of they're cleared out fairly frequently. So, uh, if there's one close to me. I would like to cast Mage Hand and grab it. Okay. Uh, just triple checking if Mage Hand has. I'm sure I will drop my form. <gasps> uh, well, Disguise Self remains to okay, cast. Okay, good. Um, however, Mage Hand, if I recall, may have. It's an action to use and a bonus, to, or action to make it correct. Appear. But it's verbal and somatic. So they, they, as they're approaching, you look back and forth, and they begin. I've been casting a spell. <laughs> <laughs> so as this is happening, they both go. Uh, no, uh, I step up from behind, not dressed. Thank, thank you, thank you, dear. My, my assistant. Uh, did as I asked. I really just needed some quiet time alone in the temple tonight. <laughs> I, I wasn't aware you had an assistant. Uh, I just but hired her. Make, make a deception check. <laughs> oh, God. 16? 16. One of them <laughs> goes. Oh, uh, of, of, of course, my, my apologies, Your Grace. And the, the, the human leaves, the half-elf still seems dubious. <laughs> I'm, I'm, Your Grace, you, you seem to be rather weary. Um, perhaps I should stay and just make sure you need help. I need some quiet time. I'll be quiet. With a, no, 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 no. <laughs> No. No, no, no. no. I think what His Holiness is trying to convey <laughs> is that no, 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 no. he will be making a, going on a spiritual journey, that, and there's only room on that train for one dude. <laughs> Scoot on out. Scoot it. Of, of course, your your grace. And the half elf leaves, but his eyes don't deviate. And he appears to leave the room. That was perfect. I think that went really That went really well. Yes. Alright? Okay. Yes. You stand right here. I'm gonna watch the door. They all went out the front door. Uh, well, there's like open archways that lead down long hallways, and they all appear to have left the hallways. Okay. I'm going to invoke duplicity. And I'm going to make it look like he's, you know, kneeling down in one in, in the doorway, like praying. And then I'm gonna run up and I'm gonna start painting out the platinum dragon. Okay, so you evoked is there, and you, the platinum dragon is about 15 feet up. Yeah, I climb on up. I start uh, painting. Make an athletics check. Okay. We're gonna be, we're gonna be busting out of jail. Yeah. That's a 22. 22. Using very minute ledges um, that are carved out of the various temple pillars that hold up and, and maintain the weight of the uh, the beautiful archways that mark the top part of the temple, you kind of like <gasps> tiny rock climb with that 
finger strength that only Jester has in this whole room setup, and make your way up carefully to leap and then grab onto the platinum dragon. It kind of like hangs back and forth a bit, and you can now see what you can't see uh, from far down is there are two sets of chains that hold it aloft up in the temple. It is actually free hanging, and now it's you're kind of rocking back and forth. Ooh, you know what? I could just knock this down. That could be really good too. That would be faster. I'm gonna hide just in one of the pews. I start climbing up. Make, and a, like, make a stealth check. I want to paint it. Like I want to kind of paint it like rainbow colors. I feel like that would be a really nice addition for the platinum dragon. Okay, so uh, you begin painting rainbow colors and pulling out all, all your various uh, uh, pigments and just, the platinum begins to give way to a, a, a technicolor vomit nightmare. Um, With a mustache. Okay. And a straw hat. Okay, as you're getting to the mustache, you hear what sounds like many, many footfalls approaching and a voice saying, uh, yeah, just this way, I, I... I drop, I drop down and run. Okay, so you just, I see some middle talking, Make an, make an acrobatics check, because it's a 15-foot drop. Oh. 21. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. Super early. So yeah, yeah. a three-point landing, middle east. Uh, but you're, you're still... I'm still the dragon. Yeah, but there's also the invoked duplicity of him there. So now so there's one there, goes, uh, that's the... Uh, and I run. They give chase. They just go after whoever that is, <laughs> and you, there are now uh, five crowns guard yeah. uh, and two yeah. two members of the house giving chase down one of the hallways. <gasps> Given a full. Was there an exit? Exit. Looking for an exit. Make a perception check. Look around you as this is happening rather rapidly. Oh God, I'm gonna follow and from behind. Okay. Uh, Twenty-three. Twenty-three. All right. As you're rushing down, you look and you can see there, there's two open doorways. One of them appears to be of dark interior, the other appears to lead to some sort of candlelight. And pardon me, the hall's coming to an end uh, ahead of you. Right or left? Which way are you oh, going? Wait, wait, say that again. To the left of you, there, there's two open doorways. Dark, 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 One is dark on the inside, the other seems to have candlelight <clears throat> from the interior. Uh, dark. All right, so you duck into the dark. This is like a choose your own adventure. Yeah, the, the footfalls are coming faster, faster um, behind you, and uh, not you're noticing that they're they're drawing weapons, and uh, one one of them appears to be pulling out some sort of like a, a bead out of their pocket. Oh, that's all you notice. Okay, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna scream as loud as I can. Okay, uh, from behind them, and just uh, just scream. Oh my God, he's dead! <gasps> Okay, well they all immediately stop and look behind at you. How many are there? Uh there's there there's five crowns guard and then two members of the church. Okay. I'm oh, hiding in the room. Geez. Make a make a, a, a self check. check please. Okay. It's like at least four stars on Grand Theft Auto. So far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 19. Guard. Okay, you think you think you may be hidden. Uh they turn and look at you. Uh What? He he just he stopped breathing. He's back there. Didn't you see him? Make a deception oh check. God. Oh no! <laughs> That's a nine. <laughs> the um, as they're all looking, the one that had the bead goes and throws it your direction. Oh no! It's just a marble. Dodge it! Dodge it! I'll try. Uh, all right. So it's an eighteen to that hit. Hits. Okay. Oh, let me look this up again. I wasn't no, expecting it no to go save, this way. Right? I'm, I'm going to double check. <laughs> All right. 
Prisoner. Actually, yeah. No, uh, you. I'm not a man. I'm a free man. Make a dexterity saving throw. Thank goodness. Uh, I'm wearing my cloak, so I get advantage. And that's a natural 20. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you don't take any force damage. But, however, <laughs> this sphere of translucent force has completely encapsulated you. And you're just like slowly rolling back, like. Oh, no. Two of the guards come over to flank it. The other three continue their travel with the two members of the church. So those five then duck and go into the dark room where you are. As one of them lights a torch to light up the chamber. Um, now you kind of quickly made your way through. This is a storage chamber, and the inside you can see there's a, there's a bunch of candles. There's a bunch of uh, uh, statues and things that are used in various ceremonies. There's uh, a number of uh, wooden uh, uh, kind of hanging. Rods that they place a lot of vestments on that are, are not used. They're kind of more formal and for formal events and celebrations and holidays. Um, you have kind of put your way into a corner between one of these boxes and some of the, the raiments and hope that you won't be seen. Yeah. They're going to make a very thorough investigation of the room. Okay, uh, when they come in the room, they begin to slowly look through. Uh, one of the members of the church, after, after the, the first 30 seconds of not finding anyone, darts off, so now there's only four in the chamber, he's going to look elsewhere. Um, the crown scar begin to peek through and lifting up pieces of equipment, lifting at the tops of what looks to be storage containers. How big is the room? Uh, the room's about 15 by 10 feet, it's not a very oh, large room. big jeebies. By the way, I only have uh, advantage on stealth, not on Saving. Okay, throws. so roll again. So uh, the first roll that I had rolled was five, which adds up to a twelve. So I oh. do. I will take damage. You do. You take five d four points of force damage. <laughs> oh. Five, seven, eight. You take eleven points of force damage. Thank you. Thank you, sir. May I have another? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Uh, <laughs> This is this is equivalent essentially to an Odalux's resilient sphere. Mm -hmm. uh, you're in a hamster ball, but the two guards that are right there are flanking it and holding it in place, so I, you can't move. I cast blink on myself. Okay, uh, as one of them turns uh, and just manages to pull the raiments aside, revealing your face. I, I, I found them. Wait, no, she was right. He was right. I spread out. And they all begin to kind of scatter out into the hallways now. Okay. You move. Stealthily. If I, yeah, oh, because I can move like, what, 10 feet with Blink? Or uh, can I? You can reappear like 10 feet away. It's either 10 or 5. Correct. Yeah, you. Um, I never used Blink have, before. You have to roll for it. Correct. So, with Blink, uh, at the start of your next turn, uh, you return within 10 feet of where you vanished. Um, so, but you got to roll eleven or higher for, uh, for you to even blink out in the first place. Yep. So go ahead and roll. Oh, GBs. You got it. You got this. Eleven or higher. You got this shit. It's fine. No problem. Eight. Oh! Okay. Okay. Why'd you have to say anything? No. You've been honest in that one. Is, so, is the traveler happy with you yet? So, I mean, so like your your good. your form flickers for a moment as the spell kicks in. Um, however. You, you, you finish it. Spin out! You're right back in place. Wait! And they go ahead. Turn person! 
Cast charm person. All right. Did you? How many have I used? To Jesus, you're using every spell you have. <laughs> this is going to be an expensive, uh, expensive problem to solve here. Okay, so you can target three creatures at third level. How many are in the room? Uh, there are three in the room right now. Right? Four in the room total. Are there? Oh, no, because there's two guards against him. So there's three. three after her. Uh, after her, that's, that's Crown's guard. And and left, no, the yeah, one of them. One of them. So there are four in there. Yeah. There are four in there. There's three count Crown's guard and one member of the house. Who do you? Who do you? Attempt? You can kill that guy. <laughs> yeah, the the Crown's guard. All right, so they have advantage on the save because you are technically in opposition okay. on this one. So the first crown's guard with advantage. Uh, that's going to be uh, a 14. What's the DC? 15. 15, he fails. The other one, uh, and the two sixes in a row, fail. The third one, two, and no, they all fail. Oh. Even with even with advantage. Get the fuck out. So the, the, oh the, the three crown's guards kind of come in and be like, have you seen where this person went? <laughs> Apparently someone's masquerading as you. Been looking everywhere for him. Can't find him anywhere. Maybe check that room with the candles on the other side of the hallway. We'll go that check. room with the candles. <laughs> <laughs> the, three, the three crowns guard turn around and rush off to find it while the member of the house, the half-elf familiar is like, no, what are you, that's, that's him. <laughs> and he's going to rush to try and grab you. Uh, go ahead and roll another d20. Just use your hand axe. Oh, wait. Whoa. No. Five? Five. Nope. <laughs> it's going to go for a full grapple. It's an athletics check. Can I? What? No, that's second level. I can cast it. I cast hold person on them. Okay. Uh, that is going to be a 16. I believe that's the success. Yeah, 13 plus three. Um, however, it does come in and go to grapple you and hold you in place. So you are you're, you're currently now being held in this form by the entity. You can try and break free by doing it. I try to break free. Okay, try it. Oh God! Just everybody think back to the stink guy Laura gave us on the uh, hospital run. Yeah, I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> what do I add to this? What do I add? Oh, your athletics check. My athletics? I'm trying to help her on graffiti. <laughs> graffiti. It's a 12? 12, you are grappled. God However, go ahead and roll another d20 because your blink spell is still active. Oh. 20! Oh. You vanish out of the grass. What? I didn't. <laughs> I'm How? Megan's just pushing things over and looking around for oh, wherever you may have gone. There. Next uh, round, you appear 10 feet from where you were. Where do you want to appear? Out the doorway. You appear in the doorway. The three guard are in the other chamber, and they're currently, like, you can now see into the other room where you didn't run, and it looks to be the bed chambers of the actual uh, uh, Kumas. Oh, no. who is, do you hear me like, what, what, what's going on? I was trying to sleep. And they're like, uh, sir, there's a. There's, Wait. I take off running. <laughs> as, as you go running down the hallway at this point, oh, the, two I blink again? <laughs> the two other crowns guard, are, who are currently guarding Knot, who is you see now Knot is encapsulated in this bubble ah! and is like ah, and they're just they're, they're, and one of them is pulling out what looks to be uh, chains and, and and cuffs on them, uh, and they're preparing to essentially arrest Knot once this bubble goes away. They both turn around in the middle of the scuffle and see you running Charm towards person, them. Charm second level. Jeez. Louise. <laughs> With advantage, uh, one of them succeeds. Two 17s in a row. The other. I know, but I blink though. The other one fails. A seven and a one. So one of them goes, just kind of looks at you and smiles. Uh, the, one, the one holding the chains for not. The other one pulls a blade. I walk in, like slow down and walk up, like, oh, I heard somebody was impersonating me in here. 
Have you found them yet? Make a deception check with disadvantage. <laughs> I'm bored. Uh, uh, 16? This was supposed to go much quicker, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> the, the blade is pulled out and just kind of goes. Uh, we're sorry, sir. Uh, we were called in here. There was apparently a disturbance, and we found this one. Uh, we're preparing a rest. Uh, I saw your other guard friends running that direction. I think I think the impersonator was back there. We'll go to hopefully they'll go ahead and catch them. We have to wait for this one. I heard them shouting for help, though. They were really shouting, shouting for a lot of help. Though so the one you charmed goes, well, uh, I'll go ahead and, and find out. And then walks over to help him while the one who was another charm just sits there and, and Gret takes the chains from him and is now waiting for not to get out. Ooh, By the yeah. way, roll a d20. Oh, shit. Oh, here we go. 10. No, I'm still there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind <Okay>. that. <laughs> Last chance, all alone. Yeah, the, the, the other uh, person from the house comes by, the half elf, and says, You fool! That, that's the one that's been. And, the, uh, and now the uh, the actual uh, uh, <laughs> herald of the house comes out. He's like, "What is this?" He's got the pajamas on. He's like, "What is going? What is this? Ah, how do I get out of this? <laughs> Can I cast dispel magic on Knot's bubble?" Uh, go ahead and roll a d20. God, you cast nineteen. Add your, no, oh. I haven't. Add your, add your wisdom modifier. <gasps> oh, that's good. Oh my God, that's twenty. Oh. What is that? Twenty. Three? So, the bubble vanishes. Not you fall fall to your oh foot. The guy with the chains is gonna go ahead and reach out and attempt to grapple you with them. Um, Alright, go ahead and make an acrobatics check. That was a cocked. Acrobatic? Yes. Seventeen. Seventeen. Oh Fifteen. You slip out of it in time. Roll the twenty. Oh, why am I blank again? Jesus. You guys get out of Seven. Seven. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. Seriously. Oh, shit. <laughs> you guys start bolting. At this point, you can hear footsteps coming from the other entrance oh, hallway. Oh, more oh, folks are coming oh, in to join the chaos. What are you doing? Uh, uh, full dash? Full dash. Full dash? Full dash, yes. All right, Laura, full roll dash. d20. Oh, God. 12. Oh, As you're running, Jester just disappears. I don't know where she went. No. Just go, just go. I'm going to run uh, until I see so. No, I'm going to run uh, another 15 feet. Does anyone have eyes on me right now? Uh, everyone behind you have eyes on you, and you're about to come back into the center of the temple, where there where there are there there are two hallways that exit to the front and the back. To the right and left, both exit the temple, um, but you also hear footsteps coming from somewhere. God. What are you doing? What are you doing? Oh my it's god! So Somewhere in another part of the city entirely, Caleb's oh going like, "Oh, that's interesting." Yeah. <laughs> I will full dash and just get out of there and turn left. Oh okay, using your bonus action, you just <laughs> scoop past. You turn left and you see two two crowns guard that are just kind of approaching now, hearing this commotion, and you just <laughs> scoop past and they'll th hey, and they they're they're unable to catch up to you. You're too fast, okay. but they're but they're giving chase. Uh, Laura, you reappear ten feet from where you were. Oh no, you're now kind of in the center of the temple. And there's the wave of people rushing towards you, and there's no two crowns guard rushing towards the direction where not is, and you see not just tearing ass away from. You, you know, in Matrix Two, that overhead shot of all the agents of all the yeah. agents. That's kind of what's happening right now. Into the center, that's what yeah. I imagine. Just oh my god, waves of agents. Um, you still look like the Lord of the. Yep. Yeah. I've got one more second level spell left. Uh, I'm gonna cast uh, Mirror Image. 
Of myself. Okay. So now there are multiples, multiple copies of uh, <laughs> of the Herald of the House Kumas. It's just an army of old dudes. <laughs> old dragonborn. <laughs> and I take off running towards whatever, uh, wherever the smallest amount of people coming. That so would be to the right, the opposite yeah. direction that not went. Yeah. All right, so you're charging that direction. All right, so you move the rest of your movement that way, 30 feet, roll another d20. <laughs> I'm using all my 20s right here. Uh. 12, shit! <laughs> <laughs> Two steps. Do my, Wait, do they my, all blink out? Do yeah, my, they all. Just blink out, too? Uh, yeah, they all. Oh no! Because you're not present. Oh yeah. God! <laughs> and so, not you've at this point managed to make it out of the street. Now you're you're now out of the temple. And I'm just gonna kind of duck behind something and look to see if Jester came out. We'll make a stealth check to see if you can manage to lose oh. the folks that are chasing you right. into the street. That you have advantage on. Oh, I can. Yeah, advantage on stealth. Uh, so twenty-five. 25? 25. You managed to, to dodge over what looks to be uh, a, a few uh, rain barrels in the side, dart down one uh, alleyway and then circle around once and then duck beneath a, a parked wagon, and you're pretty sure they've lost you, and they're now starting to scatter and give orders off in different directions. Uh, you've caused quite a commotion. Um, just so you return. <laughs> Into place. Your first time using blink, and you're just like, "Oh God, what's happening?" Ah, take off running like again. The mirror what? image is going. Yeah, straight. right. I'm gonna. Oh God, if I but if I get a double dash, I can get farther away, right? Yep. Okay, I'm gonna try to double dash. All right, so that's, that's full full sixty feet of movement as you're rushing down the other hallway. You hear the voices behind you shouting, "Oh, there he is! Keep going! How are there so many of them? What's going on?" Um, roll another d20. Okay. Oh God, okay. Five, keep okay. running. You keep running, you make your way out now into the night air. Uh, I drop Blink. Okay, you drop Blink, <laughs> spell's I, gone. I uh, drop Disguise Self. Okay. The guards are now rushing up and they're coming to the to the edge of the exit and they can see you now. They oh, can, they can see me, okay, can they still see me? Can I like turn a corner and drop Disguise Self? You could try, but they still have eyes trained on you. Oh, oh God. I'm not going to adopt disguise self then. I'm going to keep going. Okay. As I want to do it as soon as I'm out of eye shot for okay. like a split. Yeah, you're, you're, you got to try and find a way to break eye contact with them, but they're pretty trained on you right now. Ooh, can I invoke duplicity? No, I already did. You, I did it twice. You, you you do get it twice. You get you get to you channel divinity twice. Yeah. So I want to invoke duplicity. Again. Invoke duplicity again. Oh wait, wait! I have something where I can go like turn invisible. That's right. You just got that. The I new. Just got Okay, what are you I'm gonna do? use it. Okay, so so it's called, it's called Cloak of Shadows, I think. Yeah. All, right, all right, cool. So so as they're chasing you, you you channel divinity. You 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 give a silent little whispered prayer to the traveler to give you the opportunity to escape. Please don't fuck me. Please don't fuck me. You vanish. You're you're invisible for the next six seconds. I run as fast as I can and then like turn a corner. Okay, and so with that, you go ahead and duck around into what looks to be a, a little nook. Uh, on the on the outside of, of some sort of a, uh, an abode or home that is placed here, just on the outside of the temple. Uh, in that moment, go ahead and make a stealth check. With advantage, because you're invisible. Natural 20! Okay. <laughs> you, hear the, you hear the voices of the crowds going on, like, what, where, just, Sweda! Where did, where did you see them go? I didn't see, they just vanished! This is ridiculous. Oh, we're all going to get in serious trouble if we don't find them. Oh my god. And so they all begin to scatter about, and uh, you begin to kind of weave your way through some of the nearby uh, alleyways into the shadows of the night. Uh, yeah, that, that invisibility completely cut off their, their eye line to keep following you. 
Got the oh my left. god! I do. I'm yeah. gonna just change disguise self and make myself look like a little beggar, like human girl. Okay. And that's I'm just gonna and walk. With, with that, you manage to slowly blend back into the night chaos. And that uh, is easily the most fucked two characters have ever been <laughs> to a full reversal. Yeah. That is the Straight deepest up. fuckage we've ever dipped a toe yeah. in. Not since Scanbo, I think, as they're all. Oh, oh my god. Keyleth getting arrested and mm-hmm. shot. I don't give a shit. No, that no. was. You guys no. were fucked. I probably should have stayed up on the dragon there. That is also the most yeah. exciting night that I mean. Kumash has had in like 10 oh, years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, and and, and uh, I'll say that within the next couple of days, word has gotten around the city of Zadash uh, to the point where even some of the town criers are going out and talking about. Uh, terrible vandalism! <laughs> Platinum Dragon nearly ruined by upstarts and secret cabal of anti religious hate! Secret cabal? There's so many of them. As the evening comes to a close and you go back to the, the leaky tap to go for a rest, and you have a moment to yourself to kind of think and have, have a moment to breathe and. I gain a little bit of calm. You sense a presence. And sitting on the bed next to you, you see the familiar dark green cloak. Hi. Did, did you see what I did? I did. Do you like me again? I was never disappointed in the first place, Jester. The hood's still obscuring most of the face, just the lower jaw and mouth visible. Why didn't you come? I did. Didn't see you. You don't need to see me to know that I'm with you. And you're free now. Yeah. You promise you won't leave. As long as you. Continue to be that wonderful little seed of joy and chaos in the world. I'll be walking behind you the entire time. If things had gotten really bad, though, you would have stepped in, right? You wouldn't have let something really bad happen. Not within my power, no. Okay. I do appreciate your artwork. (laughs) I think it looks better now. You're improving. (laughs) Keep meeting new people. Tell them of what we have accomplished. We want more friends, don't we? Do you think 
could have a look at that strange relic. The, which one? We've kind of found a lot of relics. The one that you procured from that Jorhassian warrior. Oh, the box? Yeah, of course. I did again too, they have our sack, and I show it to him. extends the hand, just takes it and looks to it for a moment. What do you think it is? You see kind of the side of the mouth of the traveler curl into an amused smirk. Curious. <laughs> Curious indeed. They said something about having babies or something with it, I can't remember. Hmm. I don't think I've ever come across magic like that. What, what kind of magic is it? I don't know. I have not come across it before. I'm interested, definitely. Be careful with that. Things that are unknown are notably able to draw dangerous and inquiring eyes and minds. So I should keep it hidden? I think you should. I'll keep it in this pink bag. It's very discreet. There are more like you out there. I saw a couple of medallions for you. worshiping after all. Obviously. But you are my favorite. I was going to ask if I was. <laughs> I hope that maybe you could all meet someday. I would love that. I, of course, will be the leader of your, um, your worship, obviously. Perhaps sometime next year, for the day of the zenith, an Undalar. Yes, I think that. I'm writing it in my sketchbook. <laughs> Will you tell them, and then I'll meet them there? They all speak to me. Okay. Wow. Thanks, thank you. Thank you, Traveler. The hand kind of reaches out and touches yours, and there's uh, you can feel the contact, but it's strangely cold. Kind of blink, and traveler is gone. Just draw so many things in my sketchbook. <laughs> All of it. All right. He's organizing Traveler Con. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, now I gotta go feed the baby. Yeah, now let's go and take a break. <laughs> I didn't realize the time had gone by quite so far. My apologies, people. Um, all right. It's almost like a game of D&D. I know, it's crazy. Um, we won't have quite as long a second half, probably much at all. Um, but yeah, we'll take a break here. Um, for those who are interested in being part of the giveaway tonight, we have this fantastic cherry dice tower system um, with cartography bummer. 
fantastic, talented friend Devin Rue, who did our Wild Mount campaign guide, which has this really awesome leather dragon face bind to it. Um, but you can see the, the the cartography that's been burned into that is gorgeous. But the, so this dice tower. Oh, it smells good. Um, this, uh, you can go ahead and be part of this. Apparently, this is on Kickstarter now, so you can go ahead and check that out with friends at Wormwood. Uh, as part of the giveaway, uh, you have to head over to the Critical Role chat room on Twitch, that's twitch.tv slash critical role, to enter the keyword tonight, which you only enter once. Any more than that, you'll be disqualified. The keyword is chapter, just the word chapter. Uh, we'll come back from the break with one winner here announced, so we'll see you here in a few minutes. Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Each chapter uncovers a collection of dazzling hidden object spectacles for you to solve. You can collect scraps of information to fill your photo album and learn more about each character. Plus, chat and play with or against other players by joining a detective club. You'll even get the chance to play in a detective league to put your skills to the test. It's June's job to discover the truth behind the unexplained death of her sister. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. In the business world, we often hear expressions like time is money and work smart, not hard. What these essentially mean is that the more efficient your operations are, the more work can be done in a shorter amount of time. So if your business is getting overwhelmed by too many manual processes, too few employees, and no source of truth, graduate to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. By bringing all your operational tools to NetSuite, you can cut the cost of multiple business systems, reduce manual errors, and increase your overall profits. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. Save time and money and see how you'll benefit with NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash critical role. netsuite.com slash critical role. netsuite.com slash critical role. Hello, Critters. This is Ashley Johnson, president of the Critical Role Foundation, our 501c3 nonprofit organization with a mission that might sound familiar, to leave the world better than we found it. We partner with other nonprofits to raise funds supporting causes that mean a lot to us. And we allocate 10% of all donations to an emergency relief fund that allows us to provide immediate assistance in the case of natural disasters or other unexpected emergencies that require quick action. To learn more about the Critical Role Foundation and to donate, visit criticalrolefoundation.org. Welcome back. Um, so before we get back into this, we have our winner of the giveaway of the fantastic Devin Rue carved uh, cherry wood, cherry dice tower system. Uh, the winner is Melly Doo. Melly Doo, congratulations. Um, we'll go ahead and get your info and get this out to you ASAP. So thank you for, for being a part. Um, Laura will be joining us shortly. She's finishing feeding the baby. Yeah, feed the baby, give it life. Feed the baby, mama. It works out okay. So, grow that baby. Having all Spent the majority of these two weeks handling your business, uh, wandering through Zadash and beyond, returning. What do you wish to do? No. Oh. No. Oh. You guys have regathered in the Leaky Tap, and 
I'm going to pretend to be a platinum small old plat dragon. <laughs> he's out! He's out! Get him! I want rice pudding! <laughs> uh, an uneventful uh, two weeks for everyone, I assume. Yeah. Not much happened. No, not a lot to report. I got a lot of reading done. Oh, that's good. Yes, it is. New new books? Oh, library books. So I don't. They don't. They're not mine. But that's the beauty of a library. Right. Well, you look like you got a couple new uh, little marks and stuff. Oh yeah. Just you know. I think I can punch ghosts now. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of ghosts need punching. Yeah, thing Have you ever met a ghost that doesn't need punching? Is this a realization that you had? Yeah, I never even met a ghost. Why, how would you punch it? Like, I just know if I saw a ghost, I would want to punch it. Ghosts are scary. Okay, not. What? How? How was your? I did a lot of drinking. Yeah. Yep. Just drinking and thinking. <laughs> nice. <clears throat> Drinking You're drink. off on your own. I, 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 okay. Yeah, a little bit. You know, it's easier to steal things when you can pay for them with money. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Uh, Caduceus. Uh, yes. How was your time? Yes. I've met a ghost that I didn't didn't want to need to punch. You, you have met a ghost yeah. you didn't want to punch. Yeah, I thought of one. Oh, what? <laughs> You, you, have you met more than one ghost before? I mean, yeah. Oh, um, you didn't get to see where we found this guy. Nope. It was um, definitely a cemetery. Like he was living in the middle of the cemetery. It's no, I'm good. Pretty, you don't have to tell me anymore. Yeah. It's fine. I'll just yeah. imagine the worst oh, possible. In the middle of the cemetery. That's where the temple is, is in the middle of the cemetery. See? Actually, technically, it's not a cemetery. What? what it's a graveyard. Okay, there's a difference. Oh yeah, graveyard has an attached temple. A cemetery is just by itself. Hmm. Oh. I did not know that. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. So I know a couple things. I have a I have a request. Um, upon further inspection of this here letter, um, Quinn Pilar is the the month that we're in, which we all know, right? Yeah, sure. Right. Already? Is it Quimpelar already? It is. How time flies. They're going to start putting up winter crest decorations in the stores. Two weeks earlier every year. We're going to start thinking about we're going to get each other. And while I have no idea who uh, Maris Le Lepuil or Avantika or any of this is, uh, yeah. this was supposed to be delivered by the end of this month to the Wayfair Cove. Um, Wayfair Cove. It's it's back in the. Help me. Menagerie. Menagerie Coast. Coast. Thank you. Where Jester and I are from. Actual Cove. Have you been there? I have. That's where I'm. Nicodronus is where Jester's from. I'm from Port de Mali. Oh. Oh. You don't know any of these people, though. I don't. I don't. Uh, You don't. I don't. Are you talking about making a having a trip, taking off? Well. I was thinking about it. I've journeyed a little further south. I'm actually looking for someone, and I've been meaning to head back that way anyway. If if this has taken us in that direction, if it'll teach us anything more about the, you know. (laughs) Yeah, that that definitely looks like it too. Right. 
Looks a lot like what sucked into your body. That was a weird night. Yes, yeah. yes it was. Uh, like a beach bed or something. There's a used cantaloupe. Oh, that'll yeah. happen. Angry marble. I don't know why that somehow is weirder than abused cantaloupe, but uh, I feel ill-tempered bowling ball. <laughs> <laughs> you get the picture. Either way, I don't feel very comfortable with it residing in my it person. I think some could do as well. Do you feel actually? Do you feel, do you feel anything? It? Do you nope. feel it? Nope. I just, I just feel like me. It mm. was just the vision that came with it that was, uh, kind of fucked me up a little bit. Um, do you have any more visions when you were captured? No, but I just, I just kept replaying it over and over. It was, you know, it was dark for so long, and there was nothing really to distract you. I just kept seeing his face and him holding the orb and pushing it into his or my chest and the body on the ground and... Jesus. Yeah. Well, I'm not having visions right now, so I'm happy to follow another one. This is not where I'm supposed to be. Uh, thanks, yeah. Caduceus. Does he say stuff like that a lot? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I'm happy to um, entertain your your desire to go find out more about this ball inside of you, but you know, there's other things that we we might want to do too. Sure. Yeah. I Is mean, it Caleb, down you there? have you have things that you wanted to accomplish to the north, right? Oh no. No, I have no specific destination in mind. To uh, accompany you if the, a group sees fit. Have you ever been uh, to the Menagerie Coast? How far south have you been? No, I have never been out of the Empire. Yeah, me neither. It's, uh, it's, it's warmer, there's certainly less snow. That's a plus, you guys. Going into wintertime kind of sucks. I'm already sold. Plus, further away from the front lines in this war. What about you? Me? Yeah. I, I'll, I'll go where you go, Caleb. I, you know, I, I won't be, I, I, I worry about a couple things, you know? We, we're, Yasha said she'd come back when she was ready. And if we're not here, then I don't know how she'll find us. I mean, I feel like her and Molly always had the connection. Like she always knew how to find us because she knew how to find Molly. But well, maybe, maybe uh, we could leave word. What? I suppose. Can't Jester send messages? Oh, yes. yes, Jester could send her a message. Yes. Well, Your right. past self isn't allowed to laugh at current I'm things. Having, I'm having a weird joke. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, no reactions from Molly here. No, no. That's all. That's all. That's There's all no way to her. predict. When she will come back? Maybe. You don't know. <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. It's so great. <clears throat> Who are you drinking? Hmm. Who are you drinking? <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess if we could send Molly, I mean, uh, Yasha a message, uh, that, would, that would be better. I, you know, um, I, uh, yeah. I had previously wanted to go north to the <coughs> Sultris Academy, um, 
but I just feel like that's another step in the direction that's not really pressing for right now. Plus, it kind of sounds like gauging by this letter, someone's going to catch up with us sooner or later looking for whatever's inside of you. Yeah. And And there's no telling that they're going to share any information with me anyway. I mean, I'm fucking absorbing things and shit just appears and I'm getting stronger by the day and it has nothing to do with the things that I'm learning. There's no books or knowledge. It's just happening. I mean, what if what if they look at me like I'm kind of like you guys look at me sometimes? What if they don't let me go? Maybe that's not where I need to be. How we look at you sometime? Like you're like you're awesome? Like we're all strong. Like weird shit is happening. That's accurate, yeah. I do look at you like that sometimes. Yeah. And not 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 very explained at all. Yeah, it's it's hard <clears throat> when you're the only one experiencing it. It's hard to relay. Well, what if you tried? Yeah, I'd I'm certainly open to that. Like, how about right now? What do you want to know? Is there, is there any of this that you have not uh, shared yet? I don't. I don't believe so. I. I did tell. I did tell Molly before we were taken about um, a crewmate of mine named Sabian. He was. He was the one that ambushed the ship, that caused the explosion that threw me overboard, the, the one that probably sent Vandron to his fate. And after I woke up on the shore afterwards, I found the sword and I, I wasn't quite sure where I was. Um, I found a road and, and managed to hitch a ride back towards Port de Mali. And when I got there, I went to Vandron's storehouse and I planned to go through his things. I was more high up on the crew than Sabian was, but his place had been ransacked, gone through, torn through. And um, There was a, a local butcher that uh, next door that I, I walked into, and he had said that he was glad to see at least one other of us, that no one else had returned. And I said, well, who was the other one? And he had said Sabian. So I feel like he somehow survived. He knows what happened, why it happened. And I can't bear the thought of something happening to me because I'm pursuing this and I summon the sword. You see as the the blade now is this unique merger of the falchion shape and size, but now holds the golden tint of the summer's dance. Uh, it curves towards the edge and has kind of the slight pointed uh, jagged arch in the back that uh, the scimitar had previously held, um, but still contains the barnacle-encrusted pattern across the hilt, and there in the center still is the central yellow gleaming eye. I don't want to be focused on this. I want to be focused on that. Plus, I feel like if those events led to this, maybe there's a remedy for the whole thing. So you want to find Sabian and uh, hope that he has the answers? Or just kill him. That'd be fine. But yeah, maybe some answers first. And you're sure this motherfucker was like soul sabotager? He and I have a a long history, but... Okay. After he... 
So we were in the store. He ran below decks and he placed a bundle next to a lot of the crates that we were shipping. That was unusual for him, so I followed him down and I saw him with a lantern in his hand. And when he turned, he had lit what looked like a fuse. I called out, he threw a few daggers at me, they hit. I went down, he ran past me, and just as I made my way back above decks, I called his name and I saw him at the, at the bow of the ship and it looked like he was preparing to jump overboard, which in a, sh in a storm like that is insane. And that's when the explosion hit. It ripped into my back, it threw me over, and I remember going underwater and seeing parts of the ship fall and flames above the water, and I could see things falling. And some of it was cargo, and some of it looked like me. I just feel like he was prepared to get the hell out of Dodge. Just, just so I'm clear, because I, I really feel like I'm playing catch up. He's, he's the one responsible for that, uh, like pearl that you got in you. No, no, my, my teacher, my, my captain, Bandrin, is the one I saw in this vision, and he had the same sphere, and I saw myself through his eyes, and he was holding the sphere, and pushing it into his chest. He was also standing over a man, and I. I saw his reflection, he seemed younger, so I, I don't know when it was, but I didn't know that side of him. He was an exacting man, firm but fair. And it just leaves more questions than I have answers to. I mean, no offense or anything, but these sound like some crazy-ass fucking sailors. <laughs> you speak of a... a Remedy, how do you mean? Do you mean you would rid yourself of that blade, these changes in you, or, or, or am I not hitting it? I, I honestly don't know. Uh, I've thought about what it was like before I had this, and I'll make the sword disappear. Life was simple, but I also don't feel like I had the ability to affect my surroundings. I was not a proponent of change. It's selfish, but I feel like I can do things now. So I don't know if I would get rid of it, but I, I want to know what happened to him. I owe him that much. What are you guys talking about? Uh, next destination. Ford's angry marble in his chest. Oh. Yeah, I was thinking that if you wouldn't be opposed, maybe we could go back to the Menagerie Coast and stop by your mom's place in the Gadaranas. Well, I mean, I, I would have to, like, disguise myself, but yeah, we could probably go there. Disguise yourself? Well, I can't go back home. Oh, but right. If you want to go to the Menagerie Coast, you know I'm always on board for that fort. But what about the Academy? Yeah, uh, I was telling them I, I feel like instruction isn't exactly what I need. It's not gonna, it's not gonna get me anything yet. Um, I just feel like I need to take steps in the right direction. Does that make sense? Feels like I'm kind of stalling. Wants to deal with his little. Yeah, the, the letter does say the Wayfarer's Cove, and it says that it's supposed to be delivered by the end of this month, so I feel like there's some urgency if we're going to capitalize on intercepting 
this. For what it's worth, for the Soltress Academy normally starts with uh, younger students, not exclusively, but generally. Oh, I didn't realize. Oh, uh, what if you show up with inherent abilities? I don't know. I mean, you, you don't want to give anything. I think whatever gifts you've been given, they're natural and progressive, I mean, figure that out on your own first. Yeah. You don't want to give them back, right? Well, no, certainly not yet. I mean... If it'll help me find that fuck, then I'd prefer to hold on to them. They're called gifts for a reason, right? It'd be rude to give them back. I don't know how I'd give it back. I like that. That's Maybe really you have good. to poop it out. Yeah, like passing a stone. Mm-hmm. Poop, poop it out. It would really hurt, but it could happen. It could go through his peepee hole too. That's true. Mm-hmm. Kidney stones. No, so, no. Maybe somebody else has already done what you did, and they already pooped it out. And now it's in you. And then I ate the poop stone. Yep. Yep. Didn't wash it off or nothing. Nope. It was underwater, though, so. That's true. That's that is true. true. That's probably why it was underwater. No, that's what would happen if it actually came out of your pee hole. <laughs> <laughs> I poop out my pee hole. Anyway. Yeah. Go land a destination. Um, Menagerie Coast, then? Yeah. Sure. I'm. I'm uh, I would hate to go without all of you. Well, we stick together. Well, uh, uh, what we've been through in the last month—it seemed foolish to split up now. Mm. I'm curious about Menagerie Ghost. Me too. <gasps> you guys could meet my mom. I'm excited. So I want to meet your mom. Just to be clear, we could meet your mom, but you—you you can't. Well, I can meet her. Oh. I can see her. You're just not supposed to be seen coming back. Exactly. God, she would be okay with you. I will let her know to expect us. Mm. Okay. Oh, speaking of, before you came down. I'm gonna need you to send a message to Yasha. Do you need to know where she is to send that message? Nope, I just need to know it's her. It might be good to just let her know where we're going in case she wants to find us. Okay. I send a message to Yasha. Hello, Yasha. I'm really sorry that the last time we left, it was really hard for all of us, but we wanted to let you know that we are probably... (laughs) No destination. (laughs) I send another message to Yasha. The next day? No, I've got three. Oh, okay. Four double spots, I think. Four because of my pearl. So I'm gonna send another one. Sorry I got cut off earlier. (laughs) Um, Anyway, what I was saying is that we're leaving Zudash and we're on our way out over the hills and we're going to go to probably, 
Anyway, I get to it eventually. Okay. <laughs> Best use of ascending ever. Yep. <laughs> seven spell slots later. <laughs> you have seven. Fast forward. I'm just starting at the top again. Yasha somewhere's going like. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Have you guys decided to start making your way to the Menagerie Coast? Wait, but I gotta get my hand axe first, so I pick that up. Oh yeah, easy enough. <coughs> Pum -pum what time is it? Now, we worked real hard on this one. I hope you enjoy what we've imbued into this previously not very interesting weapon to make it just a whole lot more interesting. It is so interesting now. Did you want to put a ribbon on it or something to make it Do look you want like to request a ribbon? We've got multiple colors. <gasps> what colors? Green and gold. By definition, respectfully, not an incorrect statement. Let's do, let's do green. Very well. That way it matches my cape. Does this little nice bow. It's really pretty, thank you. No, we very, quite literally, the very least I could do. <laughs> what does it do? It's a plus one. Plus Two one hit damage. Hit and damage. <laughs> so, plus one hand axe. Plus one hand axe, thank you. No worries. Before we set out, I'm going to pull Caleb aside and just, you know, a moment, Caleb. Are you sure you want to go down to the coast? I mean, there's, there's stuff for you to do up, up north where you were from before. It is dangerous there. Well, of course, but we'll have to do it at some point. We're all together now. Not yet. All right. You know, I, I, I won't lie, I, I'm sort of, now that we're all together again, I, I wouldn't mind swinging by my old stomping grounds either. <gasps> where, where, where's the map, is that on the? It's on the way, on the well, way. it's on a way north if we wanted to go oh, it's that to, way. To the north, it's not towards the Menagerie well, Coast. No, no, it's it's not it's more east. But it's more east. it's east. Where's the map? It's east. It's due east. But it's definitely not west. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're here. Yeah. It's due east. Yeah. But the coast is what down here? We could also. It would be a detour. We, we could. Yeah. I mean, like, if you really wanted to, but we could PCH this and basically just hit the coast and then just take uh, that really annoyingly long drive from San Francisco. Yeah. But it's so pretty. There we yeah, go. But, uh, there it is. Thanks, you want to propose it to the group? I'm happy to go. Of course. Yeah, I can. I can wait. I don't mind waiting. So. Yeah, I don't have a. I, I don't have a specific. You're from D's. Do you stop? No. What's the time on win. that? It's the end of the month, right? Oh. On the on the delivery. And we're at the beginning of this month or the Correct. Mid month? Beginning. We'll be back this way again soon. We'll have to come through the dash and we can I mean that is the next place we go. Uh not it looks like the main road goes through Felderwin anyway. Yeah, the main road away from the menagerie coast. Yeah, uh yep, yeah, you're right. Maybe that's <laughs> That's a river. That's not a road. <laughs> That's a big ass road. It's a real bit. You can see that and mountains. So much water on this road. Before we leave, can I just um, 
stop by the Pillow Trove and let them know any mail coming for me or or Miss Labor Esquire. Please forward that to um, the Menagerie Coast by way of Nicodranes and my mom's place. Okay. Ruby, this season placed in as your forwarding service. <laughs> I tell you what, after the coast, we will propose it to the group. If they don't want to go, I will go with you. All right. You're more powerful now, aren't you? I saw you got a bunch of paper. Got the papers? I don't know. Well, you've been doing new spells and things. It's pretty. pretty so go ahead. No, it's pretty incredible. Have you been able to, you know, do anything that you've wanted to, to be been studying, like some special, spectacular spells that can? And then I've expanded my repertoire. I have a few uh, new tricks that I will hold on to for the right moment. Are you okay? I. I think so. I think I'm okay. Okay. I, uh, you seem a little restless to me. Well, it's just every ever since some, um, you know, Molly fell. I've just been. There's just a bit of a sense of urgency, you know. We have we have things that we need to do, and we don't have forever to do them. So I, I just want I want to keep you on your path, and I I want to keep on my path as well. I'm working on mine. Mine is a little long old, perhaps. What is it that you're working on? Just learning new magic? You know what I've done. I, I know, but I don't know how you're going to undo it. Well, don't have one plan in mind. Part of me thinks that I should just stop it from happening to anyone else. Part of me is very, very selfish and wants to carve it out of my past. That's not selfish, that's, that's important. It's dangerous, not just to me. Oh. Well, I think I understand a little about that, too. There's things that I want to change as well. Things that would be risky to change. But sometimes you have to take a big risk if it's that important. That is true. You are my greatest friend. Little old me. I like you because you are funny. Hey. But it's more than that. We will get you what you want, even if there is some risk. Because if it's truly important, it's worth the risk, yeah? Yes. 
you and I, we have an agreement, a pact. Yes. Whatever you need, we're going to make it happen. Even if it's, even if it's risky, yes, we're going to do it. You'll help me? Yeah. No matter what. If it is in my power, I will do it. Good. Well then, onward to the beach. <laughs> That's funny. I've never been to the beach. Oh. I bet you would sunburn easily. <laughs> you should probably coat yourself with like a layer of dirt just to make sure. Done and done. Okay. <laughs> I'm just thinking about that. I think I wasn't. <laughs> All right. Okay, you are. So, as you've reconvened, are there any last materials you need to pick up for the journey, or are you ready to move? I'm going to buy Cat a hat. A straw hat, which is the one I stole from him. <laughs> okay. Caduceus' hat Andre. replaced. I'm also, I'm going to distribute. I've got everybody, I made everybody a, a, a potion of healing, so oh, everybody gets. You, you made that? I made them myself. They got a bit of a weird flavor, but they're. they're, uh, they're the cat in the hat delivers. They're uh, great. Basic, level one. But still. Yeah. Caduceus can now. You basic. Uh, Caduceus can make one healing potion for 25 gold and one day of downtime. Wow. It's just a nice little pick-me-up if anyone goes down next to you. You know, I had that at Keyleth at later, later levels, I never fucking used it. Well, she had better options by then. Yeah, yeah we got, we got super busy. We could yeah. go anywhere on the planet at any time. Yeah, yeah don't miss those days. It's a bad thing to have at later levels, so yeah. it's better at lower levels. Yeah, boosh. Yeah, it's like, oh, you can teleport anywhere? Cool, let me just prepare the world every week. <laughs> <laughs> don't miss that at all. Um, Matt, we want to go to Brazil. No, Norway. <laughs> all right. <laughs> God damn it, Sam. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, all right, so, as you gather your supplies, finish your business here for the time being, you gather up your new cart that you brought down from Shady Creek Run. Invisicart. And your horses, which, uh, two that pull the cart, and you have. Dancing Queen and Mamma Mia. Mm -hmm. Correct. So you have your two horses in the cart. Do we need more for the journey? Or is that enough? Didn't we have that's a enough to pull the cart. No, we set them free. Yep. Oh, that's right. That's enough. So your two horses in your cart. You leave the southern gates of Zadash, making your way southward, retracing your steps down through Alfield and Trossenwald to eventually make your way to the Wuyun Gorge, the Wuyun Gates, where you two first began this journey in session zero, and southward to the Menagerie Coast beyond. That's where we'll finish tonight's episode. Hey. Yeah. This is going to be a whole different flavor. I'm excited. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. Well, shit. All right. Well, uh, we'll pick up for that next week. Um, as a reminder, uh, the week after that, Marisha, myself, and Talson will be oh, yeah. out in 
the thing in the desert. Um, unavailable. Um, Indisposed. Indisposed. However, that doesn't mean that we're going dark. There will be a special uh, one-shot happening that week. That's the, uh, the, the last week of August, last Thursday of August. Um, more details to come as far as that's concerned. But, uh, but yeah, so just preparing you guys for that. There'll be a week off the main story. But we'll be back next week to see this next leg of the journey and see where it takes us. Uh, in the interim, uh, thank you again, D&D Beyond. Um, thank you guys for coming along with us. Derby, derby. D&D Beyond. Don't know. No, now we're done. Make love to me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so anyway, have a wonderful night, guys. Thanks for coming along with us. We love you. And is it Thursday yet? Thank you so much for joining us on this adventure. To help new listeners discover the show, please give us a rating and review on whatever podcasting app you're listening on. Until next time, is it Thursday yet?